Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, the Battle Rap Podcast of New York, and the Battle Rap Podcast of the world, Craig. This week, we got an action-packed show for you. You know, man, my boy, France, the, the jet setter is all around this country covering the battle rap for you. You know, he took a flight down to ATL, went to go cover that uh, Hitman Holler Bags and Bodies premiere. You know what I mean? Then he came right back to New York and went to go cover the Chrome 23, you know what I'm saying, round of eight event. That was crazy. So we get the full insights and details onto that. And um, obviously, we're going to catch you up on everything that's going on. And we have a special guest. Our man, Jay Smo comes on board and tells us about everything that happened at Traffic 5. We have a full in-the-building recap. Also, we have uh, live interviews, too, so stick around for that. Like I said, action-packed show. If you want to follow the show, follow the show at LTBR Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Also, log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. We are dropping mad articles this week so get your read on and man thank you everyone for always tuning in like you always do and now enjoy the show all right friends you know what time it is man one of the most anticipated events just went down in Ari i'm going back to arizona and we got our homie jay smo from twitterland y'all y'all know him y'all heard him he's been giving his reviews he's been dropping his thoughts my man is mad critical mad analytical and um tonight he's here man he's gonna let us know everything that went down at the traffic five event it wasn't live stream only a few people were there and by a few i mean a few hundred and Everyone has their own tell of the tape. All right. So, but we're going to get it from Jay Smo right now. And um, Jay Smo, welcome to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast, player. How are you, man? Uh, doing great, man. You know, it's an honor to be here. Let's Talk Battle Rap, extremely pivotal part of media. And uh, I'm just, you know, happy to be here. Hopefully I can give some accurate, you know, depictions of in the, I know them in the building recaps can be a little hit or miss, you know what I'm saying? If you've been a battle rap for a minute, we all know that. So hopefully I can give you an accurate depiction of what I thought was one of the better events of the year. Oh man, listen, and remember, it's accurate to you because, you know, everybody has to see these battles for themselves and give their own points of view. But I, I can't wait to hear what you thought about these joints. And I can't wait to see what I think about the battles after I hear what you said about them. So, you know, you got a lot of people clamoring and wanted to know what happened. First and foremost, man, set up the visuals for me the venue how was your day leading up to the battles were you hyped was this your first url event or like um you know what i mean tell me yeah uh this is actually i think this is around my fourth or fifth funny enough okay. for most of my fandom you know i've actually been old enough but over the last few years i've gotten to pop out uh to the drake card well first event mm. i ever went to summer impact funny enough which is a you know pretty great oh you that know, was yeah yeah and then well, i was able to cherry on a good one yeah, I was, what was I think I was like just turned 18. I had no idea what to expect. I'm not really a live event person and for, for most things. Um, but man, that was, I mean, that was something special. One of the best live events I've attended, you know, in my life for anything up to this point. Uh, and then the Drake card, no 12, you know, I've been around. So traffic though was my first kind of downsized-ish event. I mean, obviously mm. traffic's still respectable mm -hmm. series, but I wanted to get a more, you know, intimate view of what a couple hundred people in the room is like. And it was really good, man. I was out there. My, you know, my degenerate ass is out there. Nine, ten a.m. We we woke oh, up. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's one of those. Hold up. You were out there at nine a.m. Well, we got there. What I, time did the doors open? Doors opened at 
because they open, man, that delay was a killer. Doors probably open around 1231. They're supposed to open at 12. And I had a two-hour drive from Tucson uh, to, to yeah. get over to Phoenix. So I was already up early. I get up early to begin with. But uh, it was nice. I mean, it was a little bit little bit cold out there. They had us out. That's what I get for showing up early. But venue was nice. Thought it was interesting. They had booths really all over the place. I'm used to just like standing space in the venue. But yeah. it was a lot of people at the whole event sitting down in booths and still were able to see it. Uh, definitely like a cool like mini-ish club setting. Um, and it made it so to the fans that wanted to be up right on the guard railing, right up there, you still get the energy and the diehards, but you can chill out by the bar, you can chill out by the back tables and still enjoy the event. So besides a three and a half hour delay, which is just kind of a staple in battle rap, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It seems like it's just been that way. But, but you take that away. Uh, I thought that they set up the venue real nice. And once they got the battles going, it was very quick. Really, at most, it would be 15, 20 minute intermission. So, at, you know, finally, when they got it going, they said there was going to be an 8 p.m. cutoff and they got the production rolling. Nice, nice. Listen, man, I'm excited to hear everything about traffic because... They, look, one of my favorite things about this card is that you have Bill, Saint, and RX, who were just previously on King of the Dot, making their some return to URL, some debut, and everybody just kind of had all three of them as major underdogs, and I really wanted there to be a statement being made, like, look, the talent disparity across this this platform of battle rap that you guys see is... It's not, it's not as wide as I like to think that it is, but, you know, I, we're going to dive into all these battles, small and uh, the experience of the night. First, before we get to the first battle, what was the energy like? I did see JB uh, go live. Salute to JB the GOAT, you know what I'm saying? I saw him go live and went around asking everybody, what's your predictions? And he actually popped up on the live. You actually popped up on the live. Yeah, no, I remember noticed. he was at the front camera. He was asking everybody in the front two rows, I believe, uh, their battle battle of the night and possibly performer of the night it was. Yeah. Uh, but no, atmosphere was great. Uh, even with the delay, uh, that you you know, because you guys have been to events, you know, you get to chop it up with the people around you, get to get real tight with them. Uh, obviously, I, I've been to enough events now where there's a couple familiar faces. And overall, even with the delay, that last hour was rough. But for the first two and a half, we were still in there debating battles, still asking, you know, who's going to be battle night? Nah, he's going to get killed. Nah, he's not going to kill you. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like the stuff that gets us through the line and gets us to the event. So I can definitely say that the energy was good. A lot of good battle rap fans. And even throughout the night, the reaction was good and rarely did it ever get too low on reaction or like really gas out. Although there was one instance, you know, we'll talk about when we get to it, but mm. outside of that, I thought that the crowd <laughs> was really good and made for, you know, added to the event as the crowd should. Ballpark. What would you say was the number of people in attendance? Two, four, 200, I would say probably between two and three. Um, okay. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm short as hell. So when I'm in the front and looking back, it's kind of hard to see, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody <laughs> going back to the back tables, but it was definitely the whole floor space was packed out over to the right. There was about three or four booths and had a lot of like the battlers, you know, families, uh, posses before they got on stage. And that was pretty packed out. Uh, and even going to the back tables, you had people that were kind of at certain times interrupted the event a little bit. They were having a little fun back there. So yeah, I'd say at max three, three fifty, but I wouldn't be surprised. It was like two, two fifty overall. Before we get into the battles, one more thing I want to ask, like, you know, so make sure to shout you out prior that you were going to be doing the updates because spoiler alert for people listening to the pod, J Smo did a recap article for us. And if you're listening to this, it's already available on let's talk battle Go ahead and check that out. Shameless plug. But it's a good read. Oh, yeah. My man's went to work. But, you know, we shout you out and that tweet blew up like 40, 50, 60 likes, bunch of follows, probably everybody liking tweeting My phone never done Turn, nothing like turning turning on your notification <laughs> people were turning on the notifications for your updates like you know like crack on a sunday 
And so tell me a little bit about like the experience. I, of, I had to get the uh, external battery back. Yeah. Tell me a little bit oh, about shit. the experience of like trying to capture bars while like, um, you know, also soak in the performance while realizing everybody yeah, on social yeah. media is like, yo, what, what, what's next? Tell us, feed us, tell us more. Yeah, like, the, the, the updates. Uh, first of all, one thing that I knew would be a challenge is uh, bar quoting. You know, uh, to me, it's important to quote bars, but at the same time, if you butcher anyone's setup or even slightly a word outside of the punch, you can really not give off the feeling of what the bar is. So I try to be very serious about that. And when I watch events in general, uh, I take notes on my laptop. It's been like that for a year or two now. Mm. So I am used to doing a lot of typing back and forth from the TV. And even in a weird sense, somehow in person, it was a little bit easier. I don't don't know if that's just because I'm conditioned to it. And from the TV, it's different live, but uh, that, you know, that was crazy. And then obviously when you guys shouted me out, I think I gained like 200 followers. My, my phone, my phone turned off at one point, did the weird, just blacked out for a second and came back. I'm like, oh, we don't got the facilities. You know what I mean? But well, I was uh, like, we oh, don't got the bandwidth for this, man. What's yeah, going on? The only time it became a real, real issue um, was when we got to the last two battles of the night, which were Chess and Saint and Roman Bill, which I'd said, you know, uh, beforehand were by far the two best, uh, two battles I was looking forward to most on the card. Uh, my phone was at 20%. I think I even tweeted out. I was like, at God, at Apple. I was like, don't fail me now. I was like, don't, don't do this. So they didn't. I think I got out with about 2 or 3%. But next time, definitely investing in one of the portable cases, man, because trying to make 80% stretch across, you know what I'm saying, uh, 10 hours is, you know, is sorcery. But yeah, definitely with my experience. In the in the in the field media work is work, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, no, nah, I worked. I told my, uh, you know, my girl picked me up. Uh, she, we had people's up there so Vlad, people, people underestimated Vlad I told her man I was like that shit was work that was that was the job that I worked like that wasn't just a regular experience but I love the grind man so it's no problem about me Jay the early days we used to bring phone charges to the joints yo and look for outlets man like like you bought I a bar about yo, it, yo, yo. I was like I can't get away with that that's exactly yeah, we, what I thought of first man. though Straight gorilla. Imagine how dedicated you got to be to be in a club with your phone charging up in the wall and you're trying to quote bars and look at it. It's madness, man. But I'm so glad we've progressed from those days, man. Like it was truly gorilla style back in the day, man. Yeah, I, I could only imagine, but it, like still a strenuous experience. You try to take a bathroom break, but you don't want to miss a bar. Even if I go to the bathroom real quick, I'm, I'm like listening to hear a little like I'm like, can I catch a little something to quote? You know what I'm saying? Throw that out there real quick. But uh, I definitely could prepare for it a little better. Maybe not showing up, you know, degenerate time, especially if I plan on doing stuff during the event. That's going to take uh, take up my energy. But Conserve that, that energy I, I, and battery. Yeah, come down the battery. battery. If it wasn't for the battery, I would have been chilling. I would have had no no turbulence, but I think I still did all right. You know, I, the people seem to like it, so I'm happy about it. Yeah. Now your first few events were the mega events. I mean, come on, man. The Summer Impact, Drake event, all that stuff. Now, what was the now what was the feel like in comparison to those mega events to this more like intimate event? Like, what's the difference of someone who's never been to either? You know what I'm saying? Can you give them the feel of uh, of what it's like to go to a mega event and a and a tight condensed event like this. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say that's uniform is the love in the building. Uh, I can't express to people enough. You know, anyone listening to this, uh, if you've thought about going to an event, but you're like, that was kind of crazy. It's a little bit of a toxic, you know, shit talking. Nah, man, the the energy in the building is so much love in the line. Even when the battlers come down and you get to kind of just see the regular personalities, these people behind the persona, you might see uh, they come and chop it up. Staff, I, obviously JB mingled with us for a while. It was dope. 
Um, and compared to a mega event, uh, you know, I loved uh, SI, you know, Summer Impact. And uh, the Drake card was a little bit different special. Drake was handing out Henny. I don't even know how it got to that point. That was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but I would say the difference is, is that you do get a couple more. I feel like as going to a traffic, you get some people that are paying attention a little more. Not to say at the big events, they don't pay attention. But I think we all know we can we can spot someone. Maybe we talk to them for a while. You can just see in the crowd. Like, they, they might have decided who they picked before that coin got flipped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which is part of the big event. They're flying to see the big talents. You know, that's that's why the big talents get paid the way they do when you can draw fans out that want to come specifically for you. But as we got into, you know, more condensed event like this, there's a lot more respect both ways for the battlers. People were holding on every bar. And I feel like the, the competitiveness is really pushed up to the next level because you're not worried about the optics or a thousand people or do I have to sway this crowd this? You can really focus more on your craft and not about the outside parts. And that's when you get the best material from the battlers. So that's why I thought traffic was, I've been to some bigger cards, but traffic quality wise hangs with the SIs to me or not, maybe not the SIs. That, that's a tall tale, but Quality-wise, it's up there with some of the best events I've been to. Mm. All right. And we've been talking for a minute now. And you know, the people are clamoring to know, how the hell was the event, the first battle, all the battles? Let's get it cracking, man. Talk to me, the first battle. How was it, player? Uh, it started out, they opened up with Yoshi versus RX. Um, and going Ladies into the first. battle... Yeah, going into the battle, I predicted a, a debatable, cool battle, uh, especially with Yoshi having her schedule coming up. Some, you know, questions because RX doesn't have a humongous body of work, so it could be, you know, hit or miss depending. But the ladies had a good, good battle, really one of the better, more debatable back and forth of the night. Uh, RX, any pacing or delivery issues or uh, little f- critiques that people have had, I thought that she really worked on this battle. She rapped very fluidly. And something else was her rebuttal ability, which as the battle went on, she showcased um the battle is going to come down to the first that i could just tell you that uh off rip the second round yoshi was able to take clear and the third rx was able to take clear but that first round from both was really special to me uh i did not like rx off the rip had a couple humongous haymakers she had a this attachment i got attachment issues talking about attachments on her gun obviously you know what i'm saying yoshi being yoshi kind of her personality and battle rap that hit but yoshi had an incredibly layered written performance i thought with caution coming up you know, it might be tough to balance it, but you got a eight out of 10 version of both of them. Oh. I had Yoshi personally uh, winning the battle two one first edge, second clear, but I, I there was a lot of RX uh, first and third in the building. And overall, I give it, it was, it was battle I expected maybe to be six out of 10 and it was about an eight out of 10. So very pleasant surprise for first battle of the night. And I'm sure people will, will have it as a debatable when it hits the general consensus. Okay, all right. I can't wait to see that one. Rx is a you know family to the show, and Yoshi, she's always been a supporter. We've always supported her, and two women on the grind. I can't wait to see this one. The only issue I would say that caused a little turbulence is their third both took a step down. Rx had an angle talking about Yoshi's kids, took a disrespectful approach, and Yoshi, who is prone to you know getting knocked off course in the ring, mm-hmm. a little bit emotional from it. She even mm-hmm. says like. I don't, I don't like she talked to my kids uh, about my kids. And, you know, it's definitely understandable, but in this sport, there's going to, that's going to happen. And especially if people know they can press your buttons. We talk about this. You can't be losing your composure. It's never choking with her. It's composure losing. And that kind of is what played into her losing the third clear, but her first two rounds were so good that it was definitely a, a net positive Yoshi performance, even with the third having a little turbulence. 
was uh, were the bars below the belt were they like a little reachy or you know what she I mean? had like, a one when you talk about kids like because rx got kids it ain't like she ain't got no kids <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i'm yeah. kind of interested in it because i've never heard her go in that direction before how did you feel about the bars my man I thought that she executed a, a a pretty solid angle. It didn't blow me away, and she definitely mm. didn't miss with it. Um, she did have uh, some talking points on you have three kids and you don't spend time with them, which I think is mm. the part that actually yeah. got the Yoshi flipping. Yeah. Uh, like she had a bar. Um, you're always asking for dudes uh, to nut on your features, but when you got go home, you already got three kids in your face. So oh, that to me God. was a great bar. But I think when she got more into the you don't spend time level bar right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I thought that was straight. The straight disrespect parts were just cool. That's what kind of set her off. But there was some good bars mixed in there. I, I, you know, a fairly well executed uh, angle. I didn't think it was too below the belt. Right. Now, I got to ask, was it a clean battle that both ladies get through all three rounds cleanly? Or was there some turbulence in this joint? Some real slight stumbles. I would call them more lapses which okay. is like you can just you it's almost you visually see the stumble more than you would hear it if it was just audio where you can clearly gotcha. see like oh she got this word but for the most part they both had a little bit of that but it's as you know rx i know has got some issues you know with mm-hmm. uh, memory and cleansiness but no full-out chokes no heavy stumbles or anything like that for the most part they definitely both wrap their material fluidly ah that's what i'm talking about ladies man that's what i want to hear because that's honestly that's all I really wanted from both of them is for, for us to get like a clean battle all the way through and for them to be, you know, at their potential because they're both good when, when they're on. But when you get the, you know, the chopping it up and the stumbling and it's just like, ah, I don't want to watch this momentum, anymore. Especially for Yoshi, yeah. who is a momentum rapper, the pen, the pen to pen. I, even though she isn't like the style, uh, reminds me a little of the chaoses and the sheets where she does get mm-hmm. into the intricate, the one line, the wordplay leads directly into the next line of wordplay. So it's very important for her to be cleansely. And that, you know, I think it both, both added and want to reiterate before we move on to the next one, RX's rebuttal ability her like her second round rebuttal she said you called me a witch while well, i flew in with a sweeper and it was mid-round nobody saw it mid-round wow mid, like mid like when when she said it uh, she, was, she was she was, she was comfy like, she was, she was comfy. on her danny Myers shit yep you know she had a crazy <laughs> one in the third too so it's good to see her you know extend her uh you know extend her skill set to that and you know if she has any more uro plates or plates against top tier ladies in the future this is definitely a performance that makes me more interested to see her versus some of the other you know highly named that's ladies what I'm talking about man that's what i'm talking about salute to rx salute to yoshi g that's what i'm talking about what was the next battle my man uh next battle of the night was jay the nightwing versus none none uh, they had a little bit of confusion. There was like they called like 80 different battlers up, but they finally got Jay and none none up. And it was definitely going into it. I thought it would be like a cool debatable. And it was a cool debatable. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it was it wasn't uh, I know, and I know the people, it's not the the funnest answer. You know, the people don't always like to hear that. But what I will say that people will like is we've talked a lot about none none has kind of had an issue having maybe a breakout round around that people really feel like oh this is great none none's first was great okay i mean for for a guy that's been i think just consistently good at his one level for most of the year his first versus jay i thought was was just really really good jay went first and jay obviously by nature has a slower delivery but i thought in the first two rounds it's one thing when it's a signature your style and then there's rapping too slow no Mm. matter how you slice it and i thought his first was definitely a good round 
but there is the, the pauses of controlling the room. But when none none comes with rapid punching and there's haymakers in it, it's not just base level. He's having quotable bars. The difference starts to get shown. Now he's landing every four and it matters as opposed mm. to Jay who might have a haymaker, but it's coming every 16, a little bit of dry space in there. So none none clearly took the first. Um, and then just to skip to the third was Jay's best round of the battle. Oh. None none had just gassed out by that point. Wasn't terrible, but just kind of, going through the motions and Jay had one is more introspective walking him down, talking a little bit murderously. I think uh, very similar to his tink performance, uh, his third in that battle minus the choke that people don't like to talk about. Um, but he did take the third clear. And then the second round from both why, and which is why I deem the battle a cool debatable is it's a mid second from both. Uh, the building was pretty torn on who to go with. They both had flaws. None, none was going through the motions, you know, punching, but just jabbing at a consistent rate while Jay was landing some heavy bars, but it was monotonous. I mean, the, the, the second <laughs> delivery wise, it was, like I said, I love Jay's unique style and that slow, you know, aura he has to him. But the second was like, it was like a sloss pace. So the second will be a toss up. It depends on what people like. Wouldn't shock me if Jay takes it on the app uh, being the history there, but to Shocker. me, it's a split down the middle debatable battle. Okay, okay. Is, is, is this a performance from Jay where it's like, he's back or it's like a he's getting back yeah if anything it would be in the getting back spot uh i was more impressed with his tink uh tink the demon performance from earlier in the year um just because i re- i feel like in the bat in that battle he similarly had like uh peaks and valleys but his third was like great like people walked away from jay's third versus tink like that was amazing I don't know if he's going to have a round that makes people feel like that, but overall, I'd say he had a six out of 10, seven out of 10 performance, which you can't hate on. But when we know that the guy really at this point should be a top tier with his potential and already on big stages, it's still like, we want more. So I think people will be somewhat satisfied, but he also left some on the table. Okay. I mean, but you know, Jay has been saying for a while now that he's, he's a little disenchanted with battle rap. You know, he's lost a little, He's lost a little bit of that fever for the flavor. And now, like you said, you know, he he normally has a slow flow. So if you're already doing something that you're kind of like not so enthused about, now you're dragging it out a little bit more. And I mean, I would love for him to find that love and passion. But, you know, if it's not there, sometimes it's all right to take a step back and just chill and just observe and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I felt like maybe him doing these are just like fulfilling obligations, you know, to, 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 to fill out, to finish out the contract and stuff like that. You know, and it's always dangerous when you got those kind of battles. Cause your legacy is still living out there. You are still working on it. I, w- I always say this, like you cannot replicate hunger, right? Like, no, th- there's this level 100%. of, pa- this level of passion that like people have, like, you know, like somebody that's on this podcast right now that's able to go to an event and have an article <laughs> done in under 12 hours. Like, like that's passion that you cannot replicate. You know what I'm saying? And what Jaden Nightwing had in 2020 was so special. You know what I mean? He was, it wasn't just he was like having extreme performances. He was also dominant and having all these wins. And after his third round against uh, Twerk, when he hit him with the relax, yeah. like that was, that was monumental. Like I was like, oh, Jay's, Jay's arrived he's arrived. Here. Like he's, he's like he's like he's here. He's here. He's here. <laughs> I mean, the environment hadn't changed. It was still a small room, but like the level of competition had elevated. Right. And he he matched it. He made a moment. Uh, arguably had an all-yara around against it. You know what I'm saying? And 
and it lived on to be one of the highest reacted rounds for the rest of the year. Like that, that's how high of a bar Jay set for himself. So like it, whatever mindset or frame he was in at that moment, I don't know if he was able to be find it or reconnect with it again, but I really hope that that, that passion or motivation, that drive finds its way back to him because that let me know that he was on course to be, and still is an extremely talented and special battle rapper. I no, absolutely agree. True. And sometimes, but friends, sometimes you can't go back to those things that inspired you or go back to those moments. Sometimes you got to find new inspirations or have new things mm. that inspire you. You know what I mean? So you got to find that new inspiration because it's like if somebody was broke for whatever, 10 years and all of a sudden you got some paper and you're not going to have that same hunger you know, so you're going to have to find a new hunger. Maybe it's saying, okay, I accomplished this. I want to accomplish that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to find new ways to continue to push yourselves. And if you can't, then, you know, you got to fall back and regroup and analyze and say, okay, is this something that I really want to be in? Because there's nothing like showing up and just being so-so or just being mediocre. It's like, you're wasting your time. You're wasting our time. And you would go to events. Our feet hurt, man. Our backs hurt. Like we're putting in pain. We put in labor. Like you don't want to be there. Stay home, bro. Let somebody else get that chance. But sounds like Jay is still working it out, still trying to get back to it. So I still got faith in him. If it's something that he still wants to do, he's ultimately very talented, but you know, you got to put in that work, man. And it's funny, too, just because I, I didn't add it when we said it, but I actually had Jay winning the battle. Uh, I did have him edging the second round, which, like I said, complete toss-up, and he won the third clear. Um, so, you know, any uh, any of the critiques we're making now, obviously, have been commonly said and, you know, aren't, you know, out of slander or anything like that. No, not at all. Win in the battle, but after what I've seen, he he without a choke, he would have cleared Av. Uh, I watched him have an amazing battle with Danny. I watched him dominate a shotgun show, who right now is – you know one of the hotter battle rappers in the world uh so when you see that and then you see a performance like that where it's like oh it's a kind of debatable edge on none none it's just yes you're doing good but you're doing the minimum i know that there's more uh there for you so i hope he still gets booked i hope he can find that passion i agree with the points but you know it's up to jay absolutely next battle my man yeah next battle which uh will probably be the quickest one to cover here is loso versus tink the demon if I don't think any of the footage from this event was unwatchable, <laughs> but this was easily some of the worst footage that did come out of the event. Uh, and it's, and it's not Loso's fault. Um, I thought Loso had a fairly good performance. I mean, man performed on a, on a torn ACL and he showed up with crutches. I I reported, I was like, you know, how is that going to play into his performance? We know Loso's little all over the place. It's kind of like it, an evolutionized PG step. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Loso is very uh, animated with his performance. Um, so he threw he threw he actually had his crutches and he has a, a walk by faith bar where he's like we're this round we're gonna walk by faith and opens up by throwing the crutches you know off to the side and that was coming off the back of a very just lackluster tink first round um so by that moment literally after that haymaker there's a fairly you know good chunk of people that were like low so one oh and i'm like yeah this might go the way i'm expecting and uh that really the synopsis of the battle is it was about a 70 to 80 percent low so Definitely took some good approaches, but wasn't, you know, the crate, no JC Loso, you know, not blowing the roof off, but he really just handled business. And as for Tank, while there was small memory lapses that never led to chokes, he has a, a pace and breathing control issue. We just talked about it for Jay, but for Tank, it's much more dire because uh, he already wrapped slow. And when the breath control, when he starts running out of air, his material at times isn't always like 
the craziest, you know, most creative. So when he gets into the murder and I'm going to do this to an angel, but it's slow paced and he's breathing, <laughs> it makes the rounds just, I, I, you know, I don't want to be too harsh on it, but it, it makes it, you know, very hard to win a battle when you have rounds that really as a whole can be addressed as a dry spot. So really the only performer of the night that I thought kind of was on the bad side of, you know, of the scale uh, and Loso was just able to, you know, kind of show the talent gap and I, to me easily got all three rounds of the battle in something maybe similar to a Loso Arsenal type of a uh, type of battle. Mm. Jay, I ain't gonna lie. When I saw him throw the uh, crutches down, I said, okay, he's standing. And I'm like, this fool gonna try to take a step. Yo, my brain, I was like, if his <laughs> knee gives out right now, he's leaving the Christian faith right now. He's throwing it all away. I was like, Loso, please do not break your leg for battle rap, yo, because they will make fun of your ass and not say, oh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they would have waited for a rebuttal. <laughs> yo. They would have battle rap is cruel, man. They wouldn't have let him live that down. So salute to um salute to Loso for flying out on a man. on a busted ACL, man, and not just laying up at the crib and yeah. you with an ice pack, you know what I'm saying? Salute Definitely to Loso. Big salute to Loso. You know, I'm I'm gonna say this before we go to the next battle. I feel like he always kind of handles business when he has like opponents that are probably, you know, just to say rank lower to him on the app, you know what I'm saying? Be politically correct. And I'm glad to hear that he handled business this time around. He also has the clutch battle that everybody said that he got the victory for the, 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 the judges scorecards for that as well. So he's probably got two wins ready to drop on that URL app soon. It'll be 12 and 13 on the app. Um, this is just a great reminder that also still, you know, one of the top prominent guys in the league. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Next battle, por favor. That, uh, and I want to say, as we get into these top three battles of the card, while I, like up to this point, you know, I've had more good than bad to say, like I said, but these top three are what make this card completely. And particularly this battle, which I'm going to say now was the battle of the night, in my opinion, uh, battle of the night to me, most of the time is going to come down to the most competitive back and forth. Uh, and that was Sheed Happens versus Kid Chaos, which I know mm-hmm. many of us knew stylistically when you add up the motivations, what they both do, kind of how they mirror each other, that this was going to be a great battle. But with with the exception of a third that took a small step down, this was very close to being an instant classic. Uh, I have mm. so much praise for both of these gentlemen. Um, and from the first round, a uh, shout out to Battle Rap Doctor. You know, he was in attendance. I got to chop it up with him real quick. I, you know, talked to him for a lot of time through Twitter and the internet. So I got to, you know, meet him. And he's, and I asked him, like, how's it, you know, how's a guy going to do? He said, this one's going to be clear. I was like, all right, we're going to see what happens. Uh, she decided to go first. And Sheed's first round from the beginning to the end was marvelous. Uh, I don't know if he can peak higher than that. It reminded me of his true foe rematch in UM5, where it's it's chain punching, but it's chain haymakering. Um, from everything, his performance, the speakers was kind of, there was like an elevated part of the stage you could jump on. And she was literally like walking up them, walking down them, jumping back up them uh, on top of the pockets and the actual material being of that nature. His first was incredible. And Chaos had a decent first on the on the back end but it was still a body bag round. So he went up against a pretty fair chaos round and there was like, like crystal clear doesn't really describe it well enough. And even going into the second, she'd second better than his first. 
I thought chaos was about to die. I'm like, man, I had this debatable. Hey, hey, before you continue, I was texting Love so during this, and then he's like, bro, there's no way Kid Chaos can beat She's second round. And then midway through, he's like, he said, Kid Chaos said, hold my beer and found a way to match the level. Yeah, special comeback oh. round, and it shows poise. Uh, it just shows that, and he started the round funny enough. You would think he would have to, after a round of haymakers and performance haymakers at that, you would have to start by bombing right back. He starts with an impersonation of Sheed. And it's comedic, and it doesn't necessarily land like a humongous haymaker. It's a little drawn out, but the humor in itself entertained us to where the crowd didn't just tune him out. And from there, that's when the haymaker started. Uh, I got something for all that trophy shit, cases, which was probably the bar. Four or five haymakers deep, he hit that, and I'm like, yo, he might have snuck this. He had a sign language bar where he incorporated actually doing sign language with his hands with it. Uh, really incredible comeback second. Um, so the second's gonna be a complete toss up. I personally edge chaos. Maybe that's the old one one in me that wanted to see that going <laughs> into the third. But it's gonna be a it's gonna be a humongous toss up round. Their second from each is two of the best rounds that either of them have ever spit in their career. Uh, and the third is definitely still decent from both, but there is more dry spots. I mean, they went from eleven out of ten to kind of just regular battle rappers. Um, she was able to. to do more drug talk, more real talk, taking that approach. But inherently, there's a little more dead space in between that if you're not landing humongous substance bars at the end, some people might see it more filler, might see it as a miss. And I thought Chaos just had a solid punch-heavy round in the third, too, and actually took that round clear. So I had Chaos taking the third clear. I had She taking the first. Clear doesn't do it you know, enough justice. And the second is going to be a round that the fans are going to have so much fun debating. Um, nice. I'm going to have fun watching over. I'm sure the rewind to find is going to be great on it. Uh, and to me, it was the battle of the night. And I can't wait to see where both these gentlemen go after this because it's a net positive for both. Let me ask you this. Um, normally at the end of the year, we do the all URL rounds, right? Where we try to pick the five best rounds for five best first rounds, five best second rounds, five best third rounds. Now the year's not over, so things can still uh, shake the table. But you kind of know what rounds kind of fit in that list. I just asked this much. Was Kid Chaos and Sheed second round of the caliber of you to say these are one of the best five seconds are one of the best five second best rounds that I've heard this year? Oh man, I'm trying to think because I don't like the I'd, I'd say that uh Swamp's second versus rock to me is like the, the second of the year that I can think of. So that would go above it. But even when you look at, you know, another round I might consider, you know, so many seconds, but A Ward second versus Nitty, I know is a round people love a lot. Mm-hmm. And to me either a chaos or sheed second could at least have a debate with that round where it's hanging. I know a lot of that will come down to competition, other things, you know, depending on how you weigh it. But in terms of quality, I mean, when you get to a mark where your round has six to seven haymakers, um, I know that people don't break down the numbers like that enough, but it's not really that many rounds per year that end up reaching above that five haymaker mark. So when you're tearing the building down like that, and plus you're experiencing great performance, it's not just punching, it's well-rounded. Like literally sheed was doing every aspect of battle rap I could have possibly asked him to do in that second and for chaos to come back and show poise I can't lock it but I could for sure say that they have a good debate to make that list yeah I love it because kid chaos has made our list for the last two years his first year against his first round against uh real sick with the default his first round against chess so like, if, this was his best round since the first first chess in my opinion that's what I said immediately when it happened is it was of that ilk so. I'm not. I'm not sure if the, the years. You know, the year's not over, so I'm not sure if he'll make it. Uh, but I, I just, just him, you hearing that he had a round of that caliber, makes me happy. And she 
one of my favorite things about Shade, I feel like I see him improve every single time I see him touch the stage. I feel like he does something and gets better at something, or at least is getting better at what he does individually, because Ultimate Man is four. We have to tune our ears to really like, okay, this is a new style. This is very refreshing, but new means you have to really center your focus towards it. Now I feel like people have identified and kind of know how to move and listen and rock with Sheed more than ever. You know what I mean? You feel the same, Vlad? Absolutely, because I felt that from his previous battles, I definitely like, you know, listen to him. I wasn't the biggest Sheed fan. I got to say that, you know, but after time, when he came out, this round with versus none none and that whole run it's a hold up this dude really stepped his game like all the way up now did he step it all the way up or was i just not in tune before like was i not tuned in i'd like to think after watching battle rap for over 20 years that i'm tuned in but no nah, man she just got better and he's he's continuing to maintain that level i got to say that so i gotta respect it nothing makes me happier than somebody it's really hard to stay consistent once you find a really good level to perform at yeah but i it makes me really happy when i see somebody improving every battle whether it's adding a new wrinkle whether it's the delivery whether it's the performance the crowd control the the, the camera work the, the, the potency of the punches, you know what I'm saying? Just them finding ways to say, I can make you better. Because Danny Myers always said, battle rap's the one thing, no matter how many times you do, you'll never perfect. Mm. And I got to ask, I got to ask, did they, did either one or did they both address rehearsal gate? I have to ask, I have to. Absolutely. Sheed actually opens his first um, addressing it. And nothing uh -huh. too crazy came out of the first. He he did his, uh, oh, man, damn. He kind of turned into a little bit of a comedy. Um, but at the end of his first round, um, he, ha he had a bar flipping it. Like, let me run these rounds by you. You know what I'm saying? Did it, mm -hmm. did it. And what's funny enough is Chaos had a bar that was literally like, the, let me run these rounds by you. The same bar at the bottom of the first. But yeah. she had already swept the room with that haymaker reaction. Um, but yeah, even Chaos had a funny one where he said, uh, talking about it, and he said, She, the initials of your name are shh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, he was like, it was really, dope. there was definitely some funny takes on it. It was something that was mentioned throughout the battle. Um, some of the best bars yeah. of, of it came from it, but it also didn't dominate it, where it's like, oh, this is the first battle. Is Chaos going to talk about the rehearsal thing, you know, four times right. over? But uh, yeah, definitely some good moments from it overall. Okay, okay, because you know, I, I I definitely needed to find out, man, because that's the that's the elephant in the room. Now that's the monkey that's gonna be on Sheed's back for a hot second. You know, he could thank Miss Hustle for that. You know, what and I, mean? I believe Every it was time all because of a, give bump. a big old hug. It was yeah. all because of the bump in battle, so it wasn't even all this material. I know the fans get caught up. Oh my God, they wrote the three rounds. She wrote his, and he wrote his, and it's conspiracies as the Illuminati. They just wanted to do a bump, and it wasn't disrespectful. But at the end of the day, angles are angles. We know how it goes in here, so. Oh, absolutely. Hey, but listen, though, man, you know, I do have to say, being that I'm the only one here that's over 40 years old, you know what I'm saying? If that would have happened when I was in high school or college days, Jay, you know what I'm saying? I know it's a new era, so people are accepting whatever now, you know what I mean? You could not have done that, you know what I'm saying? Now, me also stepping back looking at it being objective and not being all maniacal okay if you if you're the very next battle right i'm talking about they're calling you on the stage because i mean kayshawn did it to surf he walked up to surf and spit his first round at at summer madness you know what i'm saying 
And Surf was like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. You know what I mean? But they literally went right on stage. So am I saying, oh, my God, they got together. They did. Oh, oh. Not if you're going right on stage, but if you guys are taking time out, to, which they did not. You know what I'm saying? This is where I'm saying stepping back and looking at it objectively. Now, two people spent hours or days you know what i'm saying practicing each round and this is what i'm gonna say and this is how we're gonna stand and do this and do that out the window immediately like that's crazy like i would never ever ever accept that you know what i'm saying but if you're literally going right on stage like the next minute and you spit some bars and then go right on stage, I'm, listen i'm not going how crazy much about it yeah right yeah i'm not tripping too much i'm not going crazy but what i will say is that you start letting that happen and then the door is wide open for everybody to just say, you know what? We don't care anymore. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there has to be a hard line of like, yo, we can't accept none of this. Cause if we open that door up, then it's Pandora's box and all hell breaks loose. So we got to keep, you know, we know people going to do what they going to do. Just don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't give us nothing to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I 100% agree with all your sentiments. Definitely not pro rehearsal by any means. Uh, but it is funny because we know we're going to end up hearing for Sheed's next however many battles. <laughs> we're going to hear 90 renditions of the angle. And I feel like it's almost like a false trap because, yes, it is something that seems mad angleable. But with the way Sheed's rapping, there's going to be people Man. trying to put the angle down and he's going to punch a couple people's heads off thinking that they have this crazy new approach they haven't heard. So definitely not the pro rehearsal, any of that. But as far as I know, that performance at traffic wasn't rehearsed and <laughs> that was an elite performance. That was a performance that that shows me that one day this is a multi-nome, multi-SM, that potential oh, is there to be a top okay. tier one day. So we'll, I'm excited to see where both of them go after that. Well, nice. we know where Chaos is going, but excited to see where both of them go, especially going into next year. Man, why do I see a sheet and DNA battle brewing somewhere down the line? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, it's gonna be sheet and DNA, man. And by ever, we would never. Da, 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 da. All, right. All right. So now we got the last two battles of the night. Talk to me, player. Well, first up of the the main two, the, you know, the co-main event, in my opinion, even though it started out low on the flyer, but I told people, you know, don't get too caught up in that. But it was chess versus Saint. Uh, obviously, mm. this battle's been brewing. Um, that I remember when Saint battled Geechee, and they're like, that's like King of the Dot Chess. How would it go if he came over here in this? And going into this battle, just because of how chess has been this year, I was a little, uh, you know, so I actually had Saint 2-1 clear going in, and Saint's first round was great. I mean, really great. Um, a little bit of a slow burn at first, but then he started, it, it just was like a written uphill first where it was like every bar was better than the last to the point that it was mm. like, yo, this is like a six minute round, plenty of haymakers. The one thing about Saint is obviously he just wraps his one way. There's no flow change. There's not a lot of variety. Right. So what it puts a lot of pressure on your material because if you're just a base puncher, all right, we're grading you straight off material. And if you don't have that, you're not going over here. So it puts a lot of pressure on your pen, but in the first round, he definitely met the expectations. But similar to Chess, funny enough, he's got editing issues. Uh, it, it definitely feels like he wraps everything he writes down. I feel like sometimes you can tell with battlers that the OBC's in there with the haymakers and the jabs are in there with this and this with this. Um, and so it got to the point that he was so amped up. He, I'm calling it a heavy stumble, but man, it was a borderline choke. And it was like seven, eight minutes into the first 
And I'm literally there. I'm like, bro, brother, call time. I'm like, this is your first, <laughs> your first at this point. Like, it's not, um, he got it back in within four to six seconds. So I'll leave it up to the people. You know, I'm, I'm a big guy in the 10 second rule with the way battle reps moved. I know that that's 10 seconds. Yeah. To, for a full official choke. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. For, hold on. For one second. Hold on. Hold on. For one second. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, five, one thousand, six, one thousand, seven, one thousand, eight, one thousand, nine, one thousand, ten, one thousand. Long ass you time to say it like that, Vlad. I, 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 I can't I, sit through I, that, I, man. I want to. I want to just say a disclaimer: the unified. Uh, Judging criteria that I used today at Chrome 23 says seven seconds is a choke. And even seven seconds feels to way too long. Okay. Right. You know what? 10 seconds of silence is a long is time. Well, that's deadly, the thing is, it's man. not just 10 seconds. The thing is, is that it was a slip up, but it's caught between the crowd reaction. We all know when a guy stumbles at first, sometimes the crowd pops. They need a second to get the crowd down. So mm-hmm. it's a rough 10 seconds because it's not like we just sat there purely in silence for 10 seconds while Saint was getting it back. So that's why I said it's in the four to six second region. You know, I won't push any of my beliefs or how I rank it on other people, but <laughs> well, it's definitely, that's why I say if it's, it's on the borderline where if someone called it a choke, there's a good argument for it. Uh, but Chester, did he look like he was choking. Did he look like, did he sell it like a choke? Did he sell it like, yo, yo, chill, nah, chill, he, chill. It, he was quickly repeating his bar over and over. Like, okay, I, did, okay. I did like, you could clearly tell he just lost cause he got it back. And for whatever reason, he still wrapped 24 more bars. The man just, he wanted to get all the material oh out. Gosh, yeah. Um, but yeah, chess has a first round and I'm going to say this. All right. Chess's first is great. Like chess is first to me, this is the best chess performance of 2022 hands down, which has been a rougher year, but especially in his first two rounds, it's not, saying, it's, not, it's, not, it's not saying much, but go ahead. Yeah. But, it, but this was a, a very, very good chess. Um, but chess, two things can be true. Chess's performance was really, really good, but there were some people in that crowd not behaving like family men. Uh, there was particularly a gentleman that even the other chess fans who were cheering heavily for chess were looking at dude like yo like yo like it was like i mean screaming high pitch for setups like even chess is looking like like what's going on over there like what's so i will say i had chess taking the first by a comfortable edge so i think in the building in the building i had it i don't want to use the word clear I did feel like there was a little separation, but I want to watch it for myself on cam because it really does get hard to pay attention when you have someone screaming in your ear behind you between hey, every setup. Say, for every, hey, for yeah. let me, let me just was say there choppiness in Chess's first round, Jay? Not really in the first. In the battles, nah, there was okay, some choppiness, but okay, not, okay. not particularly hey, in the first round. I'm going uh-huh. to let, let you go to the second round, but I'm going to just say this. I've seen Chess on small URL markets. That, you know, when they, oh, when they travel. oh, I got it. Yo, Jay. Hey, and the crowd, go ahead, Vlad. Jay, say it. <laughs> I saw a chess perform in Tampa, right? It was a smaller venue, probably similar situation. You know what I'm saying? Jay, when I tell you this guy has fanatics, I mean, these dudes were turning into cuckolds. They were ready to give their girlfriends away to this dude. Like, it was yeah, weird. It, it was, like, was the really level bad. of fandom was bananas like i could not believe what i was seeing like when chess goes to these like these little markets and stuff the people lose it so i totally relate to exactly what you're saying because there was like two or three of those guys 
it might be the same guys. They might travel. They might follow him around like the Grateful Dead for all I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but I, here's the thing. It's crazy. I don't, I don't want to take points from chess because somebody in the crowd wants to be a star. Right, right, right. And I think right. that's the hard part is that a lot of times uh, on footage to the mass uh, consensus, they'll get mad about how the crowd's reacting and in turn, they're going to dock a battler. I feel like they kind of did that with Rock for Swamp just to give a reference for people where you, they, it's like they're blaming Swamp because something happened over here. Don't, I don't want, I try to just chess's material just as chess's material and the crowd reaction as a separate thing because i think he was getting a lot of warranted love but some bars uh like there was an infinity bar which i think has been posted where he said i'll give his eight to the side of his infinity and listen that was a good bar i've heard an eight to the infinity i've heard and people are like oh but never in that way i've definitely heard people say eight to the side of the car infinity 100 percent. But, but did you see chess's reaction to his own bar though yeah but the people i can't the guy behind me i thought he's gonna pass out i'm like i got worried for him it was a yeah so i thought he had a great first i edged him the first he won the second clear as hell there's no debate about the second probably saint's worst round of the battle not a bad bad round but the choppiness hurt him the uh whoever the sound guy was apparently like just left the venue for a couple minutes i know uh, jb talked about it It was definitely uh poor because there was a hell of feedback on saint's mic through the second and he had Mm. to fight through a mic issue that was just like very debilitating uh six first versus shine this year if anyone can remember yeah Material was kind of good, but the mic just just killed this any momentum he could build up. And Chess had a very good second on top of that. So I kind of had it, you know, Chess 2-0 going into that third. And I got worried that, you know, is Saint going to start off hot, maybe lose his best round that he probably thought mm-hmm. going in and go downhill from there. But happily enough, Saint had a very good third return of form to his first round. Mm. And due to Chess pretty much stumbling and fumbling through his entire third um he he barely got it out uh coherently it wasn't any full chokes but the heavy stumbles that happened to saint he had like four of those that just kept breaking down the momentum while saint had a great round so saint actually took the third clear i don't know if it's going to be debatable i really want to see like i said for myself how it's going to play out on cam but what could i can say is that i had even though i had chess 2-1 i didn't think there would be a world where chess won and it would still be a net positive type of result for saint i thought he would Mm. get showed up on and I can't say it went that way, even though I had chess two one, both of them had an incredible, uh, you know, a great battle was as good as chaos and uh, sheet. It wasn't quite there, but it was, it was a click or two behind. It was still extremely good. It's what we wanted from this battle um, in terms of competitiveness. And even though I thought levels were being shown for a second, having that third at the end to, you know, get that round clear just goes to show that saint should still be facing top comp from here i think saint is still ready for good mm. plates i don't think he has to go back or there's definitely things he has to tweak at his style not get so amped up there has to be some variance because he's not gonna be able to write to that level every night and people are gonna find that cadence very redundant he's gonna lose battles if he doesn't mix it up a little bit but as for now you know debut i thought he gave a great debut i thought chess had the bounce back type of performance that he needed in a three-rounder like i said his best performance of this year and overall, you know, both of them were, you know, two of my top five performers of the night. So definitely one of the better battles on the card. Saint, mm. so, so the narrative has been dispelled. My man Saint can hang in the NBA. Absolutely. Even like I said, I'm someone that didn't have him winning that battle, but you could just see from that performance, if he's able to replicate that, there's nights where that performance is beating some of the top tier battlers that we revere in battle rap. I could just, you know, it's, and I know you can't like pick it up and replicate it, but if he could do that against chess with the crowd, the mic, couple things that mentally would probably knock a younger cat off right. in his first time on stage. I mean, I think that he has top tier potential on this league. So I can't wait to see where he goes from here and shout out to chess. You know, I've been hard on him this year. There's still certain critiques and things 
consistency for years, you know, top tier. There's a lot of question marks, but as of that night, you know, I'm, I can't sit here and, you know, uh, slander them. And his first two rounds were great, great material and great performance. All right. All right. Can't wait to, yo, I can't wait to see the game tapes on this one. Cause Same. you know, we've been waiting for this for a while. So Jay, you know us, man, you know, it's like watching the NBA. It's like, all right, dude stepped on the court. You know, this is it. Now we get to watch the game and then, the next battle sync gets everyone's going to get to see the, the game tapes and be able to break it down and attack his style and this and that. So, you know, this is something, a, a debut that we've been wanting to see for a long time to hear that there are rounds in here that do live up to the expectation makes it one that, you know, the people are going to be waiting. They're going to be clamoring and they're going to be hitting you up when that battle drops. Oh, I'm saying one, two, one, just get this guy out of here. I, I could, be prepared I, for I could all that. Be, people you know, are going be prepared to, for all of that, brother. Even if it's a small group, I can, I can very much so foresee that there will at least be a 20 to 25% chunk of the voting poll that is going to swing and they're going to get mad at chess for the crowd, which isn't fair, but that's how battle rap, that's the pattern that people sometimes do with crowds. And since Saint had a good first, I could see people trying to like close that gap and saying Saint one and three. Um, do, you know, I still think chess showed that that little bit, it's like clear, but close in my opinion. But like I said, I can't wait to see it on camera too, because without the crowd, who knows, maybe I'll see something I thought I didn't see in the building. Plus, you know how battle rap goes. You stumble in your third or you choke or this or that. People go back to that first or that second and go, oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so that like one's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Now, time for the main event, man. They're not going to like The one me. we've all been waiting for. What'd you say? I said they're not going to like me for this one. I got a little bit oh. after this one. Oh, let's hear this. Uh, Bill Collector versus Rum Nitty, uh, bar fest on paper, and we knew that we were walking into a, you know, a battle that was going to be very, very bar heavy, especially with the transition Bill's made um, from someone that went from almost like a comedy type of battler. I mean, there's a reason that there was a point that URL matched him and Dot, you know, they thought that Bill was kind of that comedy archetype. So for him to turn around and almost have this daylight like style I'm not saying that he has inspiration from it but where it's very fluid cadences and it's wordplay that wraps into wordplay that immediately wraps into other wordplay it's not even the setups the setup is wordplay scheming just what he's done uh, I thought was a great matchup for this battle and right from the start of the first round uh Nitty actually ends up going first and you know Nitty's first round was incredible I mean and, and I know that it, it's it is rum nitty and he's predicting the pulse. He was at a home game, but his first round, I mean, material wise is, is a 10 out of 10. I mean, truly you just knew when you were watching it, like, man, this is going to be a hard one to fight back from bills. First comes right back. I really love bills. First round. I thought he handled it. Well, kind of slowly paced into it showed his little funnier side, which is obviously that the advantageous compared to nitty in the matchup. Uh, and even, you know, started really getting to his punching bag in the first. In a weird way, I thought Bill's first played out where his first was punch heavy. His second, although he had everything in all three, but his first, I thought it was a little punch heavy. His second, the rhyme patterns, maybe trying to show that difference in rapping. And his third, more of the comedy entertainer bag. But his first, I loved. He had a bar, gun butt, whip the alien. It's a transformer. To me, really hangs up there with any of the best bars of the battle and possibly a bar of the night contender. But even with a great bill in the first, a lot of people, including myself, just looked around and were like, it's just not enough. I mean, Nitty was wrapping five to six rounds of material that I would say rivals his A-Ward material. You got, he was in rare form, you know, once again. 
And then going into the second round, it's very similar where it was just his second was better than his first and probably the round of the night. I mean, they stopped the guy every single bar, but from the quotes, you know, I, I could spill the quotes here, but if, if so many remember, they're definitely on the timeline that you could just see the smack. Uh, I just redownloaded the URL at now I got a smack bill with uh, mm. incredible. He had a deviled egg bar. That was absolutely ridiculous. He, it, there, it was just, you knew it was like, all right, none nitties in one of those chain haymaker modes. And once again, Bill had a good second, but I think Bill even said himself that he lost the second clear, probably the clearest round of the battle. So even though this was a great, this is a 8.5 to 9 out of 10 Bill Collector, this is the Bill Collector we want. And there was still two clear rounds of separation going into the third to give you a reference of just, you know, how great Nitty was doing. And the third is definitely more of a step down. I think the closest of the three rounds in the battle, uh, Nitty still had a good round, but when you put so much emphasis on your writing, even if there's a little bit of fall off, especially after a long event, people are like, oh, building's got him up to, oh, you know, maybe the third. So Nitty had a good third. And I thought Bill had a good third. I liked this comedy. He had us dying laughing for a few, a few different bars. He said, <laughs> what, what, why are y'all worried about a punch? God, when I showed, I could take a punch referring to the show off situation. Oh, mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's kind of funny. Cause it's like, I don't know if you can really get away with a bar about getting punched on, but Bill is Bill. He's got the comedy to swing anything that way. And um, I'd say the third is probably the closest round of the battle. I know I, I had originally said um, the first, but thinking back on it, just because Nitty took a step down, I thought Bill showed a little more well-roundedness. Uh, there may be an argument for Bill getting the third, but for me personally, I edged Nitty the third, and I actually had Rum Nitty with a gentleman's 30 uh, and performance of the night. But there is no slight to Bill Collector. I thought that he was incredible. This Bill, like I said about a few other performances, the JC matchups he's talked about, the Sheeds, even his name linked to Rock, this is a performance that could hang with them. I mean, could hang with many top tiers on any given night. Like I said, he had a great, great performance, but Rum Nitty had a tremendous performance, uh, rivaling, like I said, his A-Ward material. And and it's going to be a great battle on Cam. I think both of them are going to get tons and tons of praise for this. But I did have a clear winner with Rum Nitty winning. Wow. Okay. I definitely got to see this one because of my prediction. In my mind, I'm like, both of these guys are crazy, off the charts, like ridiculous. I just had it that I would be as entertained by Bill's skill set and nitty skill set equally you know what i'm saying because they're just both so off the charts crazy so two of the best active lives yeah so to me to hear that just means that i'm gonna really enjoy this battle and i'm gonna really have to watch it a couple times to break it down because you know bill is just as nitty is sneaky bill is super sneaky too and like you know he gets so quick with his with his bars and in the pockets that he goes into sometimes like I remember when I saw uh, Bill and A Ward live, and that one was like ridiculous to me. You know what I'm that saying? Recently. That's an incredible, incredible, ridiculous battle. battle. And it's like I didn't catch everything the first go round. You know what I'm saying? That was one of those battles where I was like, you know, whoever I got on a Monday, I might have Ward, or the Tuesday, I might have um, you know, Bill. You know what I'm saying? So this one sounds like it lived up to the hype. Nitty brought he brought it home for the Arizona crowd. He made them. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate the fact that URL came out there and put on a show for them and him being the main guy, the headliner, the closer, man. That's what I like to hear. I like to hear that when it's all on you and they come to your hometown, can you carry it? Can you make people want to come back out? Can you make this a new destination to come to every year? You know what I'm saying? Like, And I would ah. say 
the one difference that I would say uh, and why I probably feel like it's clear because in the first, they're actually both really battling at the same level in a sense. Um, but it really felt like, and maybe I, I could be wrong. I'd have to chop up the numbers, you know, see on footage, but Nitty was having like four to five minute rounds, which really isn't that common for him. I think in some of Rum Nitty's losses, actually, he's usually wrapping two or 15 flat. And even in just most of his body of work, he's pretty good about just like being his three, three, 15 uh, crowd reaction may be mixed in, but he's going to give you your standard round. And in this battle, I do think he had a jam packed. So now you're going bar for bar with Nitty in the first per se, right? Um, which is already hard. I mean, to go in a punch fest with Nitty and then he's got the leg up with a minute or 90 seconds of material on you it in the middle of a home game for him. I mean, it's, it's really damn near an impossible situation. You know, that's how I felt about it. So it's one of those things where even though I called it a gentleman's 30, uh, both of them were two of the best performers of the night. Um, and just like I said, between that, between chess saint, uh, Sheed and Chaos, and you can even throw in Yoshi and RX. You get a lot of battles here that will have tons of different perspectives, great debates, and overall, it leads to a great quality event overall. Nice. Yeah. Oh, Jay, you got a little bit of pushback also. Bill Collector hit you up. Uh, yeah. get your first, you, you got a little taste. You got a little yeah, taste. He, he wasn't. Hey, uh, as a as a guy, I think Bill is very passionate about his craft. That's something I've always respected for him. And I think uh, the thing is, first of all, battlers um, deal with a lot of guys on Twitter. You know, me, myself, I try my hard to be the most respectful, every, under, know everybody's body of work, you know, come correct. But for every one of me, there's 15 counts with random pictures <laughs> of whatever that are like, Bill could just, I, I saw he had a tweet that was like, you know, I just went to war with Rum Nitty and people were like, nah, man, we heard you guys smoke. And it's just mm. like nothing, not just like, yo, it's dope. You had a great performance, you know, just right to you got clear, you yeah. got smoked. So I can understand why his guard has to be up a little bit, but it's all love at the end of the day. It's a battler. It's extremely passionate about his craft. Uh, me as media, I'm extremely passionate about my reporting of it. Um, uh, and, but yeah, I, I felt like going by the building, I didn't, I definitely didn't say anything too outlandish. I mean, I know that, but I, you know, besides you know, a little of his comments of his wording of it, that this is battle rap. This is nothing new, especially between media and battlers. And even with this performance, you know, I'm still looking really forward, like I said, to Bill versus top tiers this year and what, how he's going to close the rest of this year. Right. And for the fans listening, um, Bill's uh, grievance was uh, the disparity in quotes from, um, you know, apparently he felt like there were a lot of nitty quotes and his quotes just weren't as many as nitty's quotes and stuff. And I guess, you know, to be fair, to look at it from a battler's perspective, I can see how they can feel like, well, I, I, and I'm not saying how many quotes you put out. So this is not to say your number of quotes, but let's say in total, right, from everyone in the building, if there's whatever, 300 nitty quotes and 100 bill quotes. If everyone's looking on a the timeline, they're going, oh my God, like, you know, nitty is smoking this dude, you know what I'm saying? But it's like with two rappers like this, man, it's hard to grab like bars from everybody. And especially at the end of the night, your phone's dying and you're probably like in the midst of trying to enjoy the battle for real, for real. I Sometimes was at 7% by the time the battle started, man. I was scared to death. I wouldn't get that <laughs> quoted, like, but also something I explained to Bill. Sometimes is, France and I, man, we just don't even tweet during like certain battles. We're just like, yo, I'm putting the phone down. I'm purely in you know spectator mode i'll be back with y'all when this one is over you know what i'm saying like sometimes it gets like that when you're just like i don't want to miss this the new cheat code really is to just chat to uncle raw he's he's unlocked this he just gets clips of like each person's round he'll get a clip of this person's round a clip of this person's round and and spotlight them both because like 
some guys are very easy to quote, like people like Bill, like She, like Daylight. They're not easy. Kid Chaos. They're not easy to quote live in no. effect. Yeah. And anything you butcher, like we'll just we'll just throw it all away, and it'll actually make them look worse. That's, that's, that's what so that's what that's what I tell those guys, right? Like, yo, you didn't quote much from me. I'm like. You don't realize Dude, it's not you easy. Know how difficult it is. To it's it's it? not. It's not easy to catch you in real time. And if I butcher your bar, it's actually worse for you. And then there's people that like to do the. Oh, I'm gonna just tweet about momentum. I'm gonna just tweet about the momentum, about how, how the battle's feeling. And it's just like, yeah, that's a, that's a cop out too, because like you, you get you get real hyperbolic with those battles sometimes as well. Um, it's hard. Co- it's hard to quote, and that's the thing. I, I try to, you know, I was able to explain to Bill. I think we were able to find some common ground that the disparity isn't, you know, Nitty's got two to three bar structures. Where if I have to quote it, usually I can take like one middle line from the setup. You know, he just starts by the end of two or four he punches. And for Bill, it's like I don't want to just quote your ending punch because when you have a sixteen and twenty four bar buildup, I want to give that proper respects, and it won't do you justice to quote the last bar. But you know, I got so many characters, bro. I can't quote. 16 to 24 bars so i think that the replay is going to do a lot more to bill you know i think some people may be down just hearing about it like oh everyone just got an 80 30 no that was a great great bill collector and even if they don't have the same amount of quotes it's just because bill's rapping ability as you said i can't echo enough just makes it hard to quote but all these battles are going to have great rewind and fine too because there's so many pen heavy battlers on here but what you're noticing is i think the pens in 2022 everyone still has now some base level of performance so it just created for great energy. The fact that we were there 12 hours after a three and a half hour delay and we lost our mind for Bill and Rum Nitty's rounds, that can tell you that the material was there to make the fans, even tired fans, you know, feel like it was the first battle of the night. And that's what main event headlining cats do, man. And I got to say, your response to Bill, very professional, very on point. You know what I'm saying, man? Good job, kid. You know what I mean? Because when you do stuff, when you respond to people professionally and just let them know, like, hey, man, I'm... I'm here to try to do my best. And, you know, like sometimes it doesn't do you justice and I'll rock with you, man. You were great. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how could you, how could you be mad at a response like that? You know what I'm saying? So good job with that one, man. Fantastic reporting, bro. Like the, the article is amazing. If anyone wants to go and read it, go to let's talk and check out Jay Smo's review on this. And Jay, before we go, man, please let the people know where they can follow you, where they can watch you, where they can listen to you at, man. The floor is yours, my dude. I uh, appreciate it. Um, Jay Smo reviews on Twitter or YouTube. It's pretty simple. It's two platforms I'm working off of right now. Maybe caffeine in the future. We'll see about that as I get more into the game and just understand, you know, where, where I belong, where my skill set are, where people, you know, can get the most from me. I mean, at the end of the day, I look at myself as a, as a service of the fans. I want to be able to give you guys analytical, super in-depth stuff. And it's not going to be for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I, I try to do some stuff that's easily digestible. Um, but I do history content. I do content bar for bar reviews on current battles. I do flashback reviews, go over some of the most debatable battles that we can know of. Series called Golden Years, where I go over the best years, like the MVP years. I've done B Magic's 2013, Briz's 2017. And overall, you know, no matter what you like in battle rap, I promise you guys, you know, there's something for there for everybody to enjoy. But it's just Jason mo reviews same on twitter as it is on um on youtube and also i'm a part of the champion gold executive suite shout out to black uh we we're going about almost every week it's not for sure sometimes it's bi-weekly but great content in there and there's also my other great executives in there that produce their own great content and we're just trying to have a movement that 
brings that analytical side to battle rap. The people that are like, oh, I can't quote bars uh, or I don't always remember everything. It's okay. You know, we got you. You know, I got mm-hmm. you for that if you need those details. So like I said, JSMO reviews on YouTube and Twitter. And I just can't wait to bring more content out for everybody as, uh, as time goes on. Man, JSMO, thank you, brother, for your time, man. Thank you for your service this weekend. And like I said, man, definitely looking forward to hearing more and more from you. This will not be the last time you hear Jay Smo on this podcast, uh, people. So, Jay, man, have a great night. Thank you for hanging out with us on this late night on a Sunday. You know what I mean? And um, enjoy the rest of your evening, player. We'll see you next time. Of course, all love in the game, man. You all have a great night. Thank you for having me up. Peace. All right, man. Salute to Jay Smo, man. He uh, he did that. He did that this weekend, man. Absolutely. Yes, wow. sir. Yeah, man. Jam packed, jam packed uh weekend. You know what I'm saying? We we had it was a it was a bad rap festivity, bad rap palooza this weekend. You feel me, man? Traffic, RB closure two, you know what I'm saying? Bags and bodies premiere, chrome 23. Yo, you are a a, a jet set of friends flying me? around all yeah. Flying around this country, going everywhere, bouncing around for this battle rap thing. This weekend, you went down to the ATL, man. You know, I got to know how everything went, friends, from the airport to the flight to the hotel, all that stuff. Give the people yeah. behind the scenes, you know what I mean? What they come to expect from you, player. Yeah, man. Let's let's talk some uh, let's talk some ATL, you know what I'm saying? And then we could talk some Chrome, too, because... Man, I was in and out that that mug, you know what I'm saying? I flew in mm-hmm. early in the morning. I got there early afternoon and got to Montelli. And I, I wanted to watch Closure 2 via pay-per-view because, you know, like you see the flyers, says live pay-per-view. Check ARP's pin tweet. It says purchase the pay-per-view. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, it, it said live pay-per-view? The flyer says live pay-per-view. Mm, okay. ARP's pin tweet says purchase the pay-per-view. Mm. Not the VOD. It says pay-per-view, bro. The PPV. PPV. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that it said the PPV and not the VOD. Oh, Mm -hmm. best believe. Let me tell you. I know you keep receipts, so I I trust that this is exactly what it said. I know you keep receipts. I I, I almost triple-checked just to make sure I wasn't going crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Because I copped the joint. I'm on RapGram. I'm like, what's going on here? I go to the RB flyer at the bottom. says November 19th, live pay-per-view, rarebreedent.com. And ARP's pin tweet says, pull up or get your live pay-per-view at rarebreedent.com. Mm. So I'm thinking, no. all right, you know, the 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 venue of where the battles are being taking place at, they're in Hitman Hollow. It's the studio where Bags and Bodies are shot at, so I don't want to say okay. Hitman Hollow studio, yeah, yeah. but cool enough on Uber when you put the address, it says Hitman Hollow on, on Uber. Really? That was crazy. That's wild. Okay. Oh. All right. I was like, a little oh. creepy. All right. I was like, Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, Uber. You know what I'm saying? So that's where some of the battles from Bags and Bodies were shot. So they're battling there. Um, I'm familiar with that studio. It's a dope spot, but it's it's a bit of in the outskirts. So it's a solid, like, 
so it's all like 40 minutes away without traffic. You know what right. I'm saying? Like 30, like 37 minutes away without traffic. And where I was at, I always make sure to stay right by the airport because you know, no, my dumb ass. Yeah. No, Come my on, dumb man. ass. I, I do something Hello. fucking funky and oversleeping it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And plus, hold on, let me just get this vent out, right? Uh, you know, I don't understand battle Here we rap. Go. Here battle- we go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's this is what I've been waiting for. Let's go, man. Look, I, I understand that ATL is a market now for battle rap. It has been for the last shit, then near four years. Oh, golly, man, I hate that airport, man. I hate the Harper Jackson airport, man. That damn air train always making somebody late, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, and, and and just just your luck, you always get Terminal E, which is the last stop on the air train. And then you'd be like, right, I got gate five. But it goes backwards. And you start at gate number like 17. You got to go all the way down to five. It, it, it never, it's never easy. I, it took me an hour and five minutes to get through freaking TSA, man. What? To, you mean to get out? To, I'm sorry, to get to my gate to come back to New York when I was leaving okay, ATL, yeah, 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 yeah. it took me an hour and five minutes. I timed it. Okay? Damn. Yes, oh, damn man, is right. Are you coming it, back with all them BBL honeys and all that, taking up all, all that time? Come on, man. Like, it, 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 Luckily for me, my dumb ass, I was, I was going to hit the Waffle House and then go to my flight, but the Waffle House was closed. I'm like, you know what? Why they, would you want to get into a fight before you go to my <laughs> I was like, you know, Waffle House is tired of of the shenanigans, it, it, I'm, I'm not even mad that they're closed. Let me just go to the airport. Fuck Waffle House. So then I, I saved about, you know, 30, 40 minutes there. And thank God I did because golly, yeah. um, even leaving the damn airport, like you got to get out and take the air train. It's a solid like 30 minute process. It's, I hate it. I just, I just want to get Ooh, that out. There. Let it out, man. Let it out, player. Yeah. You, you, you got it all. Is the, is the vent all done? You got, you vented it. There's still more to go. So when I get to the hotel, which is, it was six minutes from my airport. So like once I got out, I literally was at the hotel, like under 10 minutes, checked in and I opened my laptop, ready to watch the pay-per-view. And then I found that I switched to VOD because Mm. by the time I touched down, like I said, it's almost solid 40, 50 minutes out from the spot. You know, so I was going to almost an hour to get there. I wasn't going to miss on the way there. Then I would have to come back to get ready for the night because I am I got this cardigan. I got these shoes. I got this black pants for, for the bag and body premiere. You know what I'm saying? Feel me? A little spiffy. I clean up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what the gut. Yeah, Clean up a little bit. So I'm like, damn. 40, 50 minutes to go. Watch a few battles, 40, 50 minutes to come back, get ready to another. Yeah. To, and, the, and, the, and the spot was like 30 minutes out downtown. So I'm like, let me just stay in the hotel where I can ease from all the damn travel, watch and live tweet the battles, right? Um, get dressed and go everything on time. But it was VOD. It wasn't pay-per-view. And I'm just like, damn, did, did the main Hold on, hold on. It- was there any, any reasons given? Was there any heads up that they were changing from live stream to VOD, was there any heads up that people would know? I did see a tweet from ARP about like maybe 12 or one o'clock right before the event started. They said, get uh, VOD will be available uh, the next day. And I'm just thinking, okay, well, he's just saying that because, you know, you're purchasing the pay-per-view, the VOD's available the next day. Right, yeah. But but then it hit me like, wait, hold on. Is this event not being streamed anymore? And everywhere, like all the marketing for this says live pay-per-view. So I'm just like- right. I couldn't help but wonder, like, is it because we lost the main event that this is not pay-per-viewed anymore? Or did something happen that prevented this from being pay-per-viewed? Like, I I don't know. It's, it remains to be unseen. I mean, unfortunately, France, we won't know because we were never given any reasons as to why things would change. You know what I'm saying? And 
for me personally, you know, as invested as we are into battle rap and, you know, if you purchase the pay-per-view and you have your Saturday lined up, you're getting your food, you might be calling your homies or you might have, you might have even took time off from work. You might have told, you know, switched off with somebody else just so you could watch this event. And then you log on at one o'clock, one thirty, two o'clock and you keep refreshing and you see that this is not a live event anymore. You got to wait 24 to 48 hours to watch the battles. It would be nice just to get a heads up and say, Hey, this is not going to be live. And these are the reasons why, you know, like not to do it is uh, unprofessional to me and a little uncouth, man. I'll be honest. Um, this pod, unfortunately, we're not going to have much closure to talk because obviously me being in and out, uh, bags and bodies back to New York, taking a nap, going to Chrome, which is in Queens. I'm in Jersey. Like uh, there was, I, I've gotten a chance to probably watch a battle like, like on my phone, but I didn't get a chance to buckle down the way I had already planned for it. You know what I'm right. saying? So I missed the window of really getting a chance to give my focus to that event, but we got, we got content coming up for this Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Salute to Titus and, uh, and Q staff writer at LTBR is going to hold it down. So Wednesday, be on the lookout for RB closure two content. But that we lost the main event for that battle, man. Mm. A Ward versus Big K did not happen due to A Ward getting an upper respiratory infection and him not wanting to spread it to people at the event. He said he felt horrible, you know, felt like he got hit by a truck. And France, you know, I'm like, okay, A-Ward's sick. All right, at least it's not COVID for the ninth time. You know what I mean? And I couldn't help but think and remember, saw A-Ward in a football stadium in Tennessee with a hundred thousand people in there no one has a mask on everyone's drinking beer killing their immune system hugging each other jumping up and down high-fiving acting a fool and then he goes home not even 24 48 hours later oh i'm at the hospital the doctor just gave me the, i can't do it oh my immune game crazy i can't do it and i'm just like hey ward man I've been telling you for a while, brother, you needs to relax and stay your ass at home every once in a while, all right? You, you have had COVID eight times, okay? The chances for you of getting it are pretty high. I don't see you running around here with a mask. I don't see you trying to protect yourself and not get this thing. And guess what, Ward? Everyone was waiting to see you versus Big K. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to point that. Look, everyone right, look, was waiting for that battle. Look, at the end of the day, it's, it's, this isn't a this isn't a blame a war thing, right? He got sick. He can't. Well, he I'm can't blaming a war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, like in all seriousness, well, right. well, well, well wishes to him. I hope he does get better. Um, no, absolutely. But the spotlight was on him, man. You know, not just him, but that battle, like his first. No, 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 no. You got it right. It was on him. It was on him. It was on A-Ward. Okay. okay. His first RB headliner, it was going to be the only event from this Battle Rap Palooza weekend that was going to be streamed. Like, they were they were ready to be, like, the, the first front page story of everything. And, you know, now we... This we was a champion the, cover worthy battle. You know what I'm saying? They didn't they didn't get a chance to go down. And then they it gave the green light for A-Verb and Big K to join forces on the Twitter spaces. And, 
uh, just unleash. And, you know, ironic enough, both those guys had uh, the LTBR page blocked and all of a sudden they unblocked it once we started posting the quotes from the space. Coincidence? I think not, but. Oh, my goodness. It is ridiculous, man. Um, Yeah. So many I, ways to think about this, man. I want to say you mentioning that uh, he went to that arena, that, that football game, right? He sure did, uh, yeah. Tennessee well, Volunteers. And you remember when I caught COVID in February this year, when I, URL flew me out to do their first annual, first annual, that's not the right term, but <laughs> their first annual award show um, yeah. for, for 2021. They did it on caffeine. They wanted me to be a host alongside Emerson Kennedy and Jay Black. Right. Uh, I, when they, they do the COVID test at the caffeine center the, in LA, before you go in, if you're negative, you get denied. And when I, when my, I'm sorry, when you're positive, you get denied. And when I tested positive for COVID in February, they were able to kind of like trace a little bit to the point where it's like, you caught this 48 hours ago. Well, do you do you remember what's going on 48 hours ago? Do you know where I was at 48 hours before that event? At a Knicks game, a Knicks mm. and Grizzlies game. I wanted to see John Moran for the first time live. And I mm. went and had a, had a grand time. But Did you have a mask I, on? I, I did have a mask. I did have a mask. Okay. but The whole time? Not the whole time. Mm. You know, I came in with it. And at one point, I took it off, just watched the game. But, hey, I don't think I'm going to get COVID now. I'm sitting down. I mean, look, I, I, I say you this much. Even if you had it on, it, whatever might have happened, like, that's where I got it. So, like, those sporting yeah. events... You can definitely get it there very easily. I, I thought it was funny when vaccine era of New York City was like, you vaxxed or nah? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When that was going on and the yeah. non-vaccinated people had like this section in the arena that was like super spread out and they made it, they shame people like, oh, look, this is, this is where the non-vax sit. I'm like, <laughs> I would rather not be close to all you degenerates. Like, give me some fucking elbow room. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But the point is, like, I caught, I got sick at the sporting event. He probably, I'm going to say he did, but it's very possible he, that's where he could have gotten more sick. Um, and you know, I guess just sometimes you got to be a little bit more aware, just careful, conscious with certain things when you have obligations, especially when things are centered around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't, he wasn't an undercard. It's a little different when you're the undercard and the battle's lost, but when you lose a main event battle, it, it just, it hurts, it hurts on all facets. Absolutely. And you know, now we can play, now we can play these games where we, uh, we ask ourselves what is the right thing to do what should he have done right now now you know you think about some of the performances of people in the past you see people i mean look, look at look at loso man showed up with a torn acl still performed you know what i'm saying it, it, you know, it, other it, people it, showed I, up you know but, it, I mean? but like, it's, it's just gonna get weird because we also have you know not so fast forward too fast to chrome but we also had somebody that couldn't make a battle there as well um, so it's all it's all like real like situational based. Loso, who, who was on crutches, made his battle. Uh, a Ward, who had respiratory issues, um, it said he could not be at a hundred for his battle. Didn't battle. Uh, it, it just all depends, really. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at people getting sick. More importantly, A Ward has an amazing track record of not ever having this happen to him. But it's just. You know, then it just it gives when when a verb and big care just lighten you up like. What can you do? You just got just got to let it happen and rebook the match. Man, and should he have gotten his ass on that plane, put a mask on, took his medicine, showed up looking sick like a dog, and if he couldn't do it at that point, you know what I'm saying? At least they could say, "Yo, he showed up, tried to give it an effort, physically could not, and 
didn't do it. Because, you know, we like to compare these people, you know, to other sports guys and, and, and warriors and things of that nature. And, we, you know, we, we've, we've seen people do it. It's not like we haven't seen people do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how sick A-Ward was. I haven't spoken to him personally. I haven't seen him. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the way these guys were lighting him up, you could tell that it was getting under his skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they were relentless about it. And Verb going, you know, you know how many times I battled sick and this and that. Like, I mean, look, every battle rapper after that had, like, a whole tweet, like, Hollow's like, I battle with my jaw wired. Geechee's like, I battled sick before, too. This person's like, I battle sick, too. And then I'm just kind of like, well, maybe there might be some times where you shouldn't have to do the battle when you're in this in this kind of condition. You know Yo, but saying? when you're the headliner, it's a little different. Yo, that, when the revenue when, when, was on your yeah, back, yeah, when, when you're the, you are making the money for that event, yeah, it gets a little that, different. That, that's the only thing I will say. When you're the main event, like... It's a little, it's definitely a much harder obligation at that point to be like, damn, let me, let me find a way to pull through. You know what I'm saying? Because. Or at least show was, up. This car was built. Being a main event, it means the card is built around you. Right. So this car, when the card is built around you like that, it's just like, damn. You know, I, I think. And it's again, the week of, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what's so crazy about it. But, you know but, what to, I mean? but to shoot a word some bail, I'm still raising my eyebrows to why the event's not pay-per-view it's like wait what about 40 bars and ill will you guys are marketing the return of jag you know what i'm saying what about all these other battles that like you're saying has you know very oh, high yeah, no, listen one ha one has nothing to do with the other right. the event should have still been live stream because i wanted to watch it yeah saturday i you know what i'm saying i did not want to wait until sunday to watch these things because i like watching live battle rap it is not the same to me watching a vod i do not get the same enjoyment out of it and i mean more, but, that, more, but more importantly we already you know had what I'm a, saying? We, we're in our minds up until saturday afternoon we thought it was live so that's what i'm the, saying the, the reservation for a live experience and that event was created already Be and rightfully so because there's three four other things going on this weekend and by the right. way, that, that that's just major card because, uh, you know, Twerk battled uh, Luke Castro on Showtime, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Uh, Official had a battle this past weekend, too. You know, I didn't get a chance to hear yeah, about it. Bank, battle, yeah. Bankhead battled Sharon. Like, a lot happened. There's a lot going on. Uh, a lot is going on. And if you don't want to get lost in a cycle, do something to stand out. And what better way to stand out on, on a weekend filled with events than you're the only one that's being streamed? I, I, I don't know. I just. Hey, I, and not just that. Yeah. It's the fact that people paid for service, did not receive the service, and no one said anything. It's like our feelings are disregarded. It's like it didn't matter. And I know, you know, RBE, uh, Adam is always big on respect and honor. And, you know, for the most part, he seems like a stand-up dude. I don't know him personally, but from, you know... He seems like he's respectful. He always got receipts. I tell you that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's always he's not afraid to to talk to the audience and tell them, like, what's going on or why something happened or didn't happen. He, you know, he's going to let you know what's going on from his point of view. But there was just nothing said about it, which was just a little weird to me. Yeah, I, I'll put a ribbon on this because then we could go to bags and bodies. Um, mm -hmm. Again, well wishes to Award. I hope he does get better. It, it, you, you'll see online, everybody was supporting him. Uh, a lot of the fans and the coaches, like, when have you ever seen Award get sick? When have you ever seen Award back out of a battle? Uh, they were they were protesting viliantly against Averb and Big K's complaints. But at the same time, Averb and Big K got all the green light to bomb on him and 
This is just part of the game. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, just just take the slander cycle for a few days. We got a bunch of recaps coming out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then it's Thanksgiving. People forget about it. Battle gets rebooked. All this is, is water under the bridge. But, you know, for 24 to 72 hours, you might got to feel the wrath of Big K. For God's sakes, Big K unblocked us to probably see what we have to say. Now, friends, man, you know, you know, I was joking a little bit with War. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I want him to be healthy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we got to get these jokes off. And yeah. Ward, listen, man, for these past few years in your career, you've been hearing nothing but positive stuff 100 percent, man like you yeah. can take a day or two it's okay buddy it's, it's, all right. it's okay it's like did, did, I you, hear, did, you, did you hear verb was like your, your jesus savior couldn't hear you from the alhamdulillah <laughs> like like what are, you, what are you gonna do with that i understand your lungs are hurting and you're coughing you, you got some aches and stuff but it's all right man you will be fine it's only uh, uh, the most you'll get is like this will be over by tuesday you know what i'm saying if, yeah. ver- if verb doesn't want to act up again you know what i mean you gotta hope yeah. verb is over this but yeah. no seriously though man a ward take care of yourself bro you're on the road all the time man like i joke with you but i'm serious with you ward like you're on the road all the time you gotta take care of yourself bro on top of that you're going back home to wifey like you gotta make sure you come back with nothing you know what i'm saying like you gotta come on man like you gotta you gotta eat good you gotta take care of yourself ward that's all i'm gonna say man yeah that's, that's married man advice another married man advice right there yeah come on now i want to see you go out like that bro I, I, I just say this the weekend was centered for him it was the stage was set for him that happen. was a disappointment that it didn't happen i ain't it gonna was, lie it was, it was a disappointment you know what i'm saying but it is what it is though hey but moving on you're in atlanta you're there and uh first order of of events man bags and bodies the uh premiere at the regal theater these dudes went all out they got a real theater i saw hundreds of people up in that joint everyone was dressed up to the nines man people putting suits on snake eyes looking crispy like he had a fly suit on man you was out there looking crispy everybody you know what i mean like tell me about the vibes tell me about the premiere and then most importantly tell me about the first episode you saw mike Man, when I pulled up, man, I seen a whole set of lights for bags and bodies. They had the mm. red carpet. They had the backdrops. Everybody is dressed to impress. Well, not everybody. Some people came. Some people didn't care for the occasion, but others others took the occasion very serious. See, my guy, Captain Marketable, looked like he was going grocery shopping. Man. <laughs> I, see, I, see, I seen Snake Eyes, and, and man, it was spiffy. Spiffy, son. Spiffy. Son looked like he was getting married or something, man. Boy, man, you know what I'm saying? Snake Eyes did that, and a lot of the people. Hold on, cast, I didn't see Gwitty. What was Gwitty wearing? I don't think it was there. Huh? I don't think I, I don't I think he was in Atlanta. He went to RBE, but I don't think he was at the at the premiere. Like I would have definitely remember Gwitty being He's there. He's on the show. He wasn't in he wasn't there. Okay, all right. Yeah. I mean listen, I, I you don't forget a Gwitty in that, the room. Logo. I hear you, man. You know what I'm saying? I have no recollection of, of Gwitty that night there. Um Hitman pulls up. Uh, no socks, you know what I'm saying? Goes <laughs> straight suit. Dominican style, straight yeah. Dominican style. <laughs> Gets on the red carpet, and everybody just forms a line one by one by one to take photos yeah. with him. Uh, me, Tata, and shouts to Josh from OTF from Z. We all got together, media shit, and just took a photo with Hitman. 
Uh, Hitman had some staff there with Polaroids walking around, taking pictures of people with uh, a Polaroid camera. Damn, mm-hmm. where is it? I, was, I wanted to show it to you, but I can't find it right now. So That's I got a, got a nice little Polaroid memory of me behind the backdrops. Nice. Uh, J2 is in the building, Kelly Smooth, a, a bunch of people from the cast is there. So we're all just like getting ready to head into the theater. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny enough, everybody's on the line getting some snacks first. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see A-Verb on the line, the concession stand. Hitman delayed his speech to go get some snacks. Jay Black oh, gets man. snacks. I'm I'm there like, on some popcorn too? What's Free up? snacks? Free 99? Absolutely not. Oh, come on. <laughs> come still, on, still, still regal. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, like we need to make money somehow with you. Nah, I ain't so, mad at you. So we we you know we all get our stuff ready. He gives a speech about the show. We give him a nice standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives the, the you know the disclaimer: no recording, no photos, of course. Um, then the show starts. You know the lights get dark. You see Hitman pop up, and he reads the textbook definition of battle rap. Mm. Right, like whatever you see on Google, he reads it out loud. Then he chuckles and he goes, huh, "I think they left a couple things out." And then okay. it just goes to like compilation videos of like the show, boom, 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 boom. And the show starts with like introducing some of the MCs in the house. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it gets really interesting because obviously we know a lot of the names that were there. Uh, let me pull up this list one second. We know names like. Uh, Obviously, Snake Eyes, uh, Prestavia, Eon, Bad News, uh, Cali Smooth, KD, you know what I'm saying? Uh, some of the ladies, Fendi, uh, Rockley, Hope Trilly, <laughs> uh, Max is there, Yo Bo Peanut was there, you know what I'm saying? A, couple, a handful of names that we are familiar with. And mm-hmm. a lot of the names from the tryouts ended up just making the house either way because they just, they just needed as many people uh, available. And yeah. so the premiere necessarily wasn't like the pilot episode, but mm-hmm. it was like a 90 minute premiere of like all of the best parts of the season. You oh, know what I'm okay. So like they like you didn't really get a chance to follow a full storyline. Um, everybody was introduced in different spurts. Um, and it felt a little, I don't want to say chaotic, but it just felt a little bit like hard, like out of like, there was no timeline for what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know when everybody entered the house, who was like, if I did not know these people and I was watching that premiere, I would probably be a little lost for like the first 15, 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I figured he knew his audience that everybody at the premiere was from the culture. So he just wanted to give y'all the, 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 the highlights as a whole, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, no, no complaints. I'm just. I'm just uh just speaking what I've seen. And he starts off the show with like this scene where it's like, okay, in the house, there's tons of challenges, right? So beyond everybody obviously battling, having all this short prep to battle, Hitman would constantly put challenges out for the MCs to do. Because the original pot for the bags and bodies was supposed to be $100,000. He decided to say 100000 is too much. Let's split it. The winner of the Bags and Body tournament gets 50, and we have 50. The other 50, we're going to use it as prize money for all of the challenges throughout mm, the season. Nice. You know, so. So you have a chance to win 100 in total. You have a chance to win 100 in total or a chance right. to, you know, win some of the yeah, prize money if yeah. you don't win. So 
he starts off with like showing one of the many challenges because there's a bunch of challenges that they show. But they, they started off with this one where it's like he has a hat and inside the hat is like a bunch of like papers with letters. So everybody has to pick from the hat. They get a letter. And once they get the letter, they have to write a 90 second verse of just like punchlines or just like rapping of that letter. So everybody got like E, some people got like M, Bad News got the letter F. And bad news, just like, oh, okay, bet. You know, so everybody that got a letter had exactly an hour and 15 minutes to go wherever they wanted to go in the house, <laughs> write that round and memorize it and come back in an hour and, and rap it. Hmm. How'd that and turn out? Really good. I'm actually mm -hmm. very shocked that there was way less stumbling and choking that I would have anticipated for that little bit of prep time. And after a while, I'm watching it because so all the challenges are like that. Like you got an hour, you got an hour and a half, you got this much time. Fix, make something, and come back. And some people were cleaner than others. Some uh, were more fluid than others. But everybody seems to have been able to write under that pressure really quickly and come back with some solid content. Some more memorized and fluid than others. And at that point, I'm just like, how is everybody in this house able to just write in an hour, memorize it? Like how? I had a talk with J2, had a talk with uh with Fendi, had a talk with also uh uh who else did I ask about this? Ask Eon about this. And I'm like, what was it like writing in an hour? Like they're like, yo, to be totally honest with you, you you're just so laser locked into that house. Like all you have to do is rap that that hour is like the shortest and longest hour of your life. Hmm. I'm like, what do you mean by that? Like, well, obviously you're looking at every single minute as valuable time, but in the process, it also feels like it all slows down. So you're just so focused, like that they're able to just uh, complete the objective. I, I think I, I think I'll give you an analogy you could, you could relate to. I know you used to do the push-up challenge all the time, mm -hmm. and people probably think to themselves, I can't do 100 push-ups, and it isn't until like you finally get in rhythm of it. And, and in shape for it and and you're in the mindset of doing it that you realize actually i could do more than 100 yeah you know what i'm saying so that's probably the down to one like surf says so they, they probably they probably got conditioned after a while from being in the house to be able to write memorize and rap in that speed of a time and i think that is phenomenal you know what's mind-blowing france we think back to total slaughter in 2014 and these guys had a day they had a whole day Eight you hours. know, a whole, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? To to write it, memorize it. And, yo, we've seen how those turned out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a lot of these guys couldn't complete their rounds. You know what I'm saying? So you think about that and eight years later, and at the rate that people are battling now, so many of these MCs are battling, not just monthly, but, you know, twice a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, the level of, the the the, the rate that the pens are moving nowadays from these new MCs is just so much faster than back in the days that is remarkable and maybe that's just where we're at now where it's like these guys can just write the stuff and memorize it so quickly like it's, it's getting ridiculous it's like it's like you look at athletes like how over time they just get become so advanced it's crazy yeah and you're yeah, like oh hold up like this this tall guy can move like a guard and shoot like a guard i mean look at what what mayana whatever is it yeah yeah <laughs> you know, was like, like, dude, dude, dude. in the seven <laughs> four there was step backs one foot knee up threes i'm like oh, yeah. this guy's seven foot four hardened like this is ridiculous <laughs> yo 20 years ago they would have took one like get your ass in the post 
<laughs> get in the paint. Go away from the line. What are you doing on the perimeter? <laughs> he was bringing the ball up. Like, what's happening here, man? I'm saying, you know, so this oh, era of battle rap is conditioned to do that. And wow, that shit is crazy. So they, they, they kept like just showing compilations of different challenges. So that's one challenge that with, with the letter. Another challenge came up where they, again, with the hat, everybody had to pick out a paper from the hat and the papers were theme themes. So whatever theme you had, you had to freestyle over a beat and make mm. three punchlines of the theme. So like Prestavia okay. got Prestavia got uh, sneakers, sneaker yeah. brands. And so they throw on a beat, you know, she's rapping, she has to stay in her flow and she has to make all these freestyles without like really stopping or like having a hard cutoff. And they're counting you like, oh, you got one punchline, you got two mm. punches, ah, you got three, you passed the challenge. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, Mac Myron went next. It, oh my God. They gave him sports teams and everybody's like, oh, oh so easy. Did. That's so easy. And he started off really good. He had one. And then all of a sudden he just tapered off and he just like, oh. uh, uh, and just started rapping with like just filler. And then he goes, and I'm really mean. Something, something, something. Billy Jean. And then Hitman said, and cut the beat off. It's like, no, bro. No. What do you mean something, something, something? <laughs> you DNA? <laughs> so then, something, so, something. so then when they when Hitman cut the beat off, you know what I'm saying? Everybody started laughing at Mac. They're like, yo, Mac, what are you doing? Like you lost, like, so he lost that challenge. But then somebody was like, So you do it then, Holla. I was like, give me the same theme, turn the beat on. Oh, and and Holla, and Holla jumped in and was just like, uh, you know, the beat started, he's waiting, boom, and he's just like, whatever your girl want, I'm copping them. Uh Zell her some Washingtons and then, like you know like start like red like redskin Washingtons mm-hmm. and and it just kept going with the scheme and mm-hmm. then I'm just like oh hold up hit y'all forget this is Mr Wild Style right here like Wild 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 I thought it was really unique that he could easily have just been like why would I do the challenge I, I gave y'all the opportunity I am my TV show instead he's like no nah, I'm game for it I'll do it I'll show y'all that I can do it too actually sure I can right. do it better than y'all he's just that much of a competitor man well, yo. You're not gonna challenge him and him say no. Come on. <laughs> yeah, hit me. I bet you can't outrun that Ferrari on foot. Well, come on, dog. Let me get my shoes. Yo, you challenge that guy to throw a freaking crinkle paper ball into a trash can and he, he's gonna find the nearest notebook he can and just rip pages out. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's hit man. Nah, yeah, that's so- dope. So Hitman did that. Um, then they like just kept showing multiple challenges. Another cool challenge was like, um, Hitman was like, you know what? This is gonna sound weird, but I want to do a five on five on five. So he broke up the house. What? Five on five on five. Okay. So he broke up everybody in the house, <laughs> and everybody had teams, and the teams have to create their own battle rap round, but everybody had to rap in the round, and it, it was kind of clunky at first, but like some people got really creative with it. Mm. And what was really fun about the show is that a lot of Hitman's peers made cameos. Nice. It will Shock and Shook, John John Tay Rock. And now that they made cameos to watch everything, some of these guys participated in the challenges too. Oh, okay. So when they did the five on five on five, uh, one team had Ill Will on his team. And oh, like, get out of here. I'm like, oh, this is a cheat code. <laughs> you know, so the five on five, the other two five teams are just rapping regular battle rap rounds. Everybody has some chemistry going. When Will's team starts, Will's like, all right, hit it. 
and then everybody backs up and they start doing the dance like the temptations just snapping their fingers moving <laughs> yeah turn it to wild it out. <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying and then the person like just singing um incarceration it was like incarceration laceration and, and oh, then will's just just hitting all the high notes Prestavia's hitting high notes, and then Will moves to the whole crowd and just goes ISO, and then everybody starts jumping in and like mixing it up. I'm just like, yo, 100%. This was all Ill Will's idea. Nice. Oh, that's to... what I'm talking about, man. Yo, I'm glad. It kind of warms my heart to hear that Ill Will is in this series, man. That dude is one talented, funny ass dude, man. I can't wait to see this. Uh, Tay Rock. Yo, but friends, uh, you, yeah. you know, um, yeah, these reality shows. And you know what? You go first. I'll ask my question after. Yeah, so Tayrock made a appearance as well, and he wrote around in ninety seconds uh, for one of the themes and one of the challenges, and it was amazing. Wow. And and everybody in the house was like, "Whoa, we're watching one of the greatest battle rappers of all time come here and do this shit effortlessly." And Rock's like, "I didn't even know I could do this. But now that I know I could do this, I'm gonna do this more often." <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now we're gonna have dudes thinking they can write three rounds <laughs> in three hours now. Me, man. This is gonna get now. ridiculous. I mean, I would write around. Hmm. Carry the Ooh. one. <laughs> but yeah, what you, what are you gonna ask about reality TV? Yeah, man. So friends, man, you know. You know, reality TV ain't reality TV without a little spice or a little drama. You know what I'm saying? So, did anything go down in the house as far as this preview that you saw that will satisfy the insatiable appetite for drama that the Battle Rap fans have come to love and expect? That the reality show fans, shall I say, not Battle Rap, reality show fans. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Jay, that guy um, from St. Louis... He was getting on everybody's nerves in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People were trying to rehearse and he would like creep over their shoulders and people were like, yo, man, like, can, you, can I rehearse in peace? And yeah. he's just standing over them awkwardly and him and Katie almost got into it. What? Uh, the two St. Louis guys? Katie got heated. Like, Katie, like, they had the whole KV back. You know what I'm saying? What? Mm-hmm. Yo, Bo, Pina, and uh, Yogi the God got really into it as well over some some girls that came to the house apparently. And uh, Yogi did. Uh, I'm sorry, Yo, Bo, Yo, Bo did something to Yogi that got Yogi caught up with the girls, and what? they're arguing and they're yelling at each other. And Yogi's like, "That's why you go lose. You focused on these bitches. I focus <sighs> on this money." Oh man, let's get it. Let's get it. I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there, yeah. there, there's a lot. There's a lot of tension. The biggest one too: Snake Eyes and Bad News. Oh, what was what, what went down with that? I mean, out the gate when they first started shooting for the house, we seen that clip of them two arguing and they had to be separated. Um, so there was always tension there. News and Snake they've battled and they've always had like this real energy of like always arguing right um but at one point there's a story where where snake eyes gets drunk and uh mm-hmm. snake eyes gets drunk and apparently he came down to the like the basement where bad news was and antagonized them we didn't see the video of them fighting but they fought and oh, snap yeah they fought fought like mm. and hitman pretty much said look like it was a weird circumstance, but the only way to like, really hash it out is to have them battle. And then they prepared nice. to they prepared a battle for them for themselves at the I think like the front yard or backyard of the mansion. Everybody uh-huh. circled them. So they were outside. Everybody circled them. You know what I'm saying? 
And it was a it was a crazy, crazy battle. Mm -hmm. You good, man. You good. Don't worry about it. I know, I know, I know what it's like over there on your side, dad duties. My bad, player. You know, I do a daddy duty. He's trying to do podcast. Don't worry, don't even worry about it. That's, that's why I'm talking. You, I, I, I'm there sleeping I, on my lap. Now, so no, for the people going, you want to stay with mommy? You want to stay? With... <laughs> I don't want people thinking <laughs> like, what's going on in Vlad? Yeah. Now that my son woke to, up, to, it's to, like to the, to the listeners, focus on my voice. Oh, okay, player. <laughs> Yeah, so, so they um, went outside the battle after, you know. So how'd that go? Did they, that battle, did they show the clip of the battle? It was crazy. Oh yeah, they showed a round of it. That battle was crazy, man. That battle was wow. intense. That was way better than their first battle. Um, but but the aesthetic of it was so wild because everybody circled them, and the yeah. battles being shot like three sixty style. So like Snake Eyes is like wrapping around Bad News, and the, the cameras follow him like the whole time three sixty. And I'm just like, yo, this battle was shot so crazy and bad news like just stepped up to the plate and was like super on point and just like landing haymakers after haymakers they didn't say who won the battle but right off that round and bad news won that round um i gotta see this man yeah i gotta got, see this it got intense man it was really dope um some some more things that happened in the premiere just a couple mm -hmm. more little tidbits uh, they had one point where they did like challenges, like money on the floor. If you want to battle somebody, call somebody out, and you have an hour to ride around and bring it back, and you battle for one round. Uh, Prestavia ended up battling John John to Don. What? Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Prestavia got a John John battle under her belt. Jedi guy ended up battling Shotgun Suge, and that's how the the infamous Hitman Holla versus KD. Excuse me. Excuse me. The Hitman Holler versus KD rematch uh, took place. Mm, yeah, I saw KD talking about that, man. How was that battle? Oh, man. Hitman still got it, man. It's for the fact that Hitman prepared a round in an hour and got it ready. Like, I didn't know he was cut like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did the, he did a lot of the other challenges, and those was, like, themes. So, like, I was probably a little easier. He did the freestyles. This man wrote a battle rap round and came back to KD and was just like, like, oh my Red, God, Red man. form Hitman? Like, he went in, in? Like, Hitman was talking to him, like. Oh, my God. Yo, you know what I'm surprised about? Especially, like, after seeing Total Slaughter and all that stuff. Like, I'm surprised that no one didn't, like, just have a round or, like, half a clip, you know what I'm saying, like, ready for holla, like, just in case he pulled up on some, because, I mean, he's still Hitman Holla, he's still mad competitive, so, yeah, I, I know if I went up at that house, man, I definitely would have had a clip ready for holla, man. Yeah, they did confirm season two has already been green-lighted, they'll be working on season two in January. Friends, where can they watch this at? Coastalrain.tv, and Coastal is spelled C-O-A-S- T A L and rain is spelled R E I G N dot TV, coastal rain dot TV. You're going to go there, make a membership of $5.99, and then you get access to bags and bodies. You get access to the premiere that we saw yesterday. Yeah, man. Let's do it, man. Let's show, uh, let's show them how battle rap can support. Cause we do this, man. It only gets bigger and better. Yeah, man, it was it was a really beautiful night for Battle Rap. Uh, Hitman Hollow was really happy to see us there. Um, he, you know, he he really wanted us to be a part of the season. 
Um, maybe 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 season two. We'll see if I can get two hundred hours. Of, if I can take two hundred hours of PTO off and live in a mansion for six weeks with a bunch of battle rappers, <laughs> I'll, I'll let y'all know. Oh no, that sounds horrible, man. I would never <laughs> want to do that. What's wrong with you? Man? <laughs> why, why would you want to take PTO off? For that? You're crazy, man. I, I mean, unless they pay, unless they pay you an LP check, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, hell no, man. Saying that's you know, I, I would definitely stay for a week. I say that much. Just, uh, yeah, just, yeah, no, no, a week for sure, man. Six just, weeks, like, just bring me home, man. Just to say, I did it. I would, I'll definitely do a week for season two. So, bags and bodies was special. It was successful. Um, I'm really proud of Hitman Holla. You know, what I'm saying for taking on the role of a league owner for still having this much passion and love for battle rap as a whole. Where, um even when he's not being a, a contributor in the ring, he's still being a contributor to the culture and the sport. He's helped yeah. over, you know, 16 MCs uh, launch their brand and get this level of exposure that they have to parlay with now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the best part about it is he wants to keep it going and he will. Nah, fantastic, man. Y'all, I can't wait to see this, man. You got to be hyped, friends. I ain't going to lie. You got to be hyped, player. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, I will say... Side tangent, while the premiere was happening, we got a very interesting tweet, my brother. Oh, what was that? Let me uh, let me just pull something up here, and I'm going to read you this tweet. I just want to make sure something, because I'm like, why would this tweet happen right now while we're at this premiere? Like, what mm. is this about? I had to raise my eyebrow. Mm-hmm. And this tweet came from none other than Mr. Murder Mook. Mr. Murder Mook says, Hitman, please stop bothering me. If you want to battle, just say that then. Mm-hmm. You can't downplay my achievements when you are literally on camera saying that you looked up to me. Did you forget early hollow with the braids? Exclamation point, question mark. Dot, 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 dot. You're little bro forever and always with a heart smiley emoji. Interesting. Interesting. Move versus holler? Friends, what you thinking? A little reporting here. I did have a conversation with Van, Murder Mook's manager, over the week. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had a chance to talk a little bit about uh, some of the quotes that came out over the week about, like, Murder Mook having Arsenal and Briz on the table alongside Geechee. And he did confirm that those are the other options available, but Geechee was the choice they made. We had a conversation like, who do you want to see Murder Mook battle next? And I'm just like, you know, it's interesting. He does really good against New Era guys. Easy's there. Feels like it's a little bit too soon, but Easy's a good option. Um, Hollow's off the table. Hollow and Mook's too close now. Briz is always a, a peak of interest, but I don't know how uh, sustainable or reliable I could trust Briz. You know, he's always like one foot in, one foot out. Mm-hmm. Never really like kind of pump faking sometimes. So, and then we stopped for a minute. It was a brief moment. And we both were like, "What about Hitman?" He's like, "I thought about Hitman too." And we both were we both agreed that that's an elite level battle that matches the brand, matches the viewership, matches the competition. And Hitman is a very more than formidable opponent for Murder Mook. In fact, the campaign should be starting within the next week or two. That's how I feel. Mm. Man, especially after what Mook did, man, that'll be a crazy battle. But like you said, man, the timing, you know, none of this stuff is by coincidence. You know what I'm saying, man? Everybody's keeping an eye out on everybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So 
I just wanted to leave that tidbit there, but salute to Hitman. You know, I, I didn't want to, Hitman did an interview with us, by the way. I do have an interview with Hitman on the Zoom. Um, so I'll, I'll put that in here as well. But I didn't want to ask him about the MOOC. So I'm like, oh, why am I going to ruin his, his positive yeah, yeah, night yeah. about like somebody calling him out right now? I'm gonna leave, I'm, I'll wait a couple of days so he responds to it. He's going to respond and maybe Verb pull up a space and the Hitman be in his face and then he just talk crazy. And then, let them quotes fly. Let them quotes fly. <laughs> <laughs> Let them quotes fly. Yeah, so, so uh shout out to Tata too, man. You know, staff writer. Yeah, LT- since she pulled uh, up, man. Staff reporter at LTBR. She always holds it down, man. She she man, she worked hard, man. Oh, she worked very hard, man. She had a grand time. Photos with uh Vixen, Lady Caution, uh uh Hope Trilly, everybody yeah. hitman, J2, Eon. J2 and Eon want to do a space and talk about the show with us. It's a lot, it's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. So nice. Uh, all in all, sounds like a success, man. Black excellence, man. It was it was amazing, man. Black excellence indeed. Hitman Holla continues to spread his greatness and just add on to his most decorated, lovely career. A little Gerald, man, doing big things. I love it. Um, uh, I get back to my telly, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? A, I took a little nappy, you know. What'd what you I'm have saying? for dinner? I didn't eat. I just went back to the telly. Oh my god! You ain't eat that whole day. I mean, I ate when I like touched down at like when I when I first got to the hotel. I had like some Zaxby's nearby. You know yeah, what I'm saying? some Keep chicken fingers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep ain't want to mess around, get something crazy. I just I, you know I <laughs> have just, a blowout at the event. <laughs> you couldn't risk it. Just keep it simple. You like, know what I'm saying? Oh, this chicken Alfredo, garlic sauce, <laughs> buffalo <laughs> jerk shrimp. <laughs> <Just kill me. laughs> Just kept it simple and cheap. When I got back to the telly, I knocked out. I, I was I was hungry when I woke up, you know. I yeah, wanted to get yeah. some Waffle House, but you know, they closed it down because all you motherfuckers don't know how to act in Waffle oh, House. Turned it into the UFC. <laughs> Believe me. Then um I caught the red eye. Uncle Ra yeah. was on my flight. Oh, Red was on my flight. Oh uh-huh. Uncle Rod, we, Uncle Rod's in, in row number one, but we're mm. taking it. We're in a spirit flight back home. So, you know, there's, there's no first class in spirit, but I see Uncle Rod sitting in the very first fucking chair and I scream out, okay, first class. <laughs> okay, Mr. First Class. <laughs> Just to blow his spot up. <laughs> oh, yo, did he have the earpiece on on the plane? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who's he calling? <laughs> Yeah, I, I knocked the fuck out on my plane ride. I, I have Yo. trouble, I have trouble sleeping on my planes, but this plane ride I was out. Yo, you know I be you know I give A Ward a difficult time, man. But Uncle Rob, you you gonna have to take that earpiece out your head, man. I don't want you getting those radiations on that left side of your head, bro. It's time, Rob. It's time to let the earpiece go, bro. You do not need the microwaves getting pumped into your head twenty four seven, bro. Come on, Rob. Yeah, man. So uh, once we we landed in Jersey, we all me, Unc and Red, all went our separate ways. I caught an Uber back to the crib, made yeah. a pancake. You know what I'm saying? Made a nice banana mm. pancake. Mm. She, she was slapping. Oh my god, I can imagine. I'm yeah. on one right now, man. Yeah, I felt I knocked the out when I woke up. Uh, you know, Chrome Twenty Three asked me to judge for the day, mm-hmm. and they told me, "Hey, can you be there at two 
And I'll be honest, man, I, I probably could have, but I'm like, I'm not gonna get no sleep. I'm like, can I be there at three? And they're like, all right, but 3.30 is the latest. So make sure to get here before 3.30. And I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> three o'clock with a 3.30 cutoff. <laughs> I was like, bet. So, yeah. Uh, woke up, I made some hazelnut coffee. I was like, ah, mm. I think I'm ready. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm headed to the venue. Gotta get that blowout, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm headed to Very the important to drop a deuce before you leave to go to a venue, yo. Oh, absolutely. Gotta make sure, gotta make sure you, you 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 empty out the bowels, yo. Absolutely. Let me say this too. Since not, I knew that I was going to be judging the Chrome event. I did yeah. have the unified battle rap rules, which is the criteria they use to judge the event. I have the, you know, I read it. We, I read it. Uh, yeah, one of yeah. our podcasts a yeah. few weeks back. And so I decided to say, let me read this over again. So on my flight, before I fell asleep, I read it over. Um, I read it on my way to Chrome just so I could have the rules engraved into my brain. Mm-hmm. I get to Chrome at like 3.30. I'm like, fuck, I'm probably late. I'm probably holding everybody <laughs> up because they're like texting me. They're like, hey, what's your ETA? I'm like, damn, them. am I holding up the show? I get there. Remy Ma's not even there. Ruin your day. Stand up. R&T. Copy. You know how it is. <laughs> Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait, man. Yeah, you know. Hey, listen, if you want to rush me just so I can get there, you know, I, you know cool. Um, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? I got there. Um, I tried to, like, I just greeted all the MCs, but I didn't really want to get into it too much with nobody just because, like, I'll be judging, so I just want to keep yeah, it neutral. Yeah. Um, I got the criteria. and Hold on, hold on. Ju- First of all, you got to let them know who your fellow judges were. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got the criteria gives a clipboard. So I'll read the criteria again for everybody that um they don't know. There's five mm-hmm. categories that goes into the battles, right? Yep. Punchlines, performance and delivery, which is one category together, crowd control, wordplay, and improvisation. Mm-hmm. Right. So the scorecard for this is you got to score one to one, two, or three points for each category of each round for the MCs. And like the total points that anybody can get per round is 15, obviously, you know what I'm saying? And so the total points of performance could be is 45. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought it was one, two, or three. So ain't three, 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 yeah. nine, a total uh, of nine for that round? Let me, let me just make sure I'm not, um, I'm not mis-explaining it. So you have to give a score of one, two, or three, for all five categories. Oh, my per, bad. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. All yes, five yes, categories yes, per yes, round. Yes. Per round. Yes. My so, bad, like, kid. You know, I you got good. daddy brain right now. I got baby brain. No, no, brain. no. <laughs> I, I, ask away. Maybe it's somebody now, you know, understanding, and I want to make sure I explain this best of my abilities. So the to- the most you can make in a round is 15 points. The most yeah. you can have in a performance is 45. Uh, I get my clipboard. I'm ready to judge. My panel Another than Pat Poos himself Pat right Poos, right. Pat Poos Pat Poos, Pat Poos sitting alongside me uh, We got Miss Hustle Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia. You feel Poos. me? Miss mm-hmm. uh, Hustle was also on the judging panel uh, mm. Swave Sever was on the judging panel And John John the Don Who was also at Bags and Bodies Is on the judging panel I'm like, John John, what are you doing here, man? Like, what you doing? Like, what you doing here? And, uh, me and John John judged the first round of Bags and Bodies together. So we're like, we, we back at it again? We back at That's it That's hilarious We might as well get him on the podcast at this point <laughs> <laughs> Hey, John John's a media guy now He's going to probably be like, oh, you come on my show Right <laughs> <laughs> I need the hours 
Salute to the Don. Your friends are pulling a double. Can you come on my show? <laughs> Salute to the Don. I, I laugh with him. I was like, all right, bro. I'm just I'm I'm gonna just say what the opposite, whatever you say right after. If <laughs> he goes, I'm waiting for you to go first so I can do that too. <laughs> Yo, he's just kidding. Francis just kidding. Man. Yeah, we're, we're joking. We're joking. We're joking. We're just all joking. jokes. All right, all jokes. <laughs> all jokes. Again, yes, all jokes. All jokes. In fact, in fact, John John was even like I was in the middle, so I, I couldn't have gone first. I will always go third, no matter if it started with John John, who was to my yeah, left, yeah. or Miss Hustle, who was to my right. So, um, it's a pretty prestige panel, man. I'm the only media member on a panel with. You know, uh, a very high prestige industry rapper and some some legends in in our culture. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It says a lot about you know what I'm saying. A little LTBR. Just a little LTBR. That's all. This is no LTBR. So the battle starts, and the first battle we get to judge Nick Miami versus Cheddar, mm. and um. I'm, I want to take the time to apologize ahead of time because they let us take, they took photos of our scorecards because we couldn't keep it. Um, yeah. And I forgot to take a photo of my Miss Miami and Cheddar scorecard, but I took photos of the others. But I do remember how the battle went round by round. So Miss Miami went first. Yeah, Miss Miami went first and her first round was on fire. Like, mm -hmm. like everything was on point. Crowd control, projection, performance, punches were solid. But like the base and the delivery and just like the way she was able to just like impose herself in the room, it was working. Cheddar had a really solid first round. I edged it to Miami, though. You know, Miami picks up right back in the, her second round. Really strong. Mm. And this time has some humor. You know, everybody's trying mm. to be versatile now because this, the, the criteria really favors versatility. So right. Miss Miami implemented some humor into her, her bars and was landing these jokes. And the jokes got really big reaction. But after she got this big reaction from one of her jokes, she like, like lost complete focus, bro. Oh, she started man. to like cough and you can hear the, the, she's wrapping her bars with the, oh, how do I remember what I'm right, saying? Right. As opposed to the confidence and the aggression that was there. Like you can see it was like night and day hearing her rap after that moment on. And so that stumble was a little costly. Cheddar took that round. And then her third round was her weakest round. And also, it's just a little, it seemed like she completely lost all confidence after that. I don't know what happened. Maybe that little split moment, she just lost yeah. her focus. Um, and Cheddar had a solid performance where, like, every round was pretty much like a 8 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Fundamentally, mm -hmm. it was enough to beat somebody that uh, wasn't fundamentally sound or rode downhill. Uh, I do think if Miami has another round like her first, she probably advances. But... Cheddar, Cheddar held it down, you know what I'm saying? Everybody agreed. Everybody gave Miami the first round, but Cheddar easily won the last two. And Cheddar advances to the final four. Hey, man, salute to Cheddar. Man, you're the champ that night, baby. I got I got a chance to talk to Cheddar. I said, hey, listen, I got in my Shaq voice, I want to apologize to you. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't familiar with your game. I had to keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? So I apologize yeah, yeah. to Cheddar. Uh, now the next two, I do have the scorecards for these, so this is going to get a little bit more interesting. Bonnie Godiva um, takes the stage uh, against Seabree the lyricist, and Seabree goes first. And let me tell you, man, Seabree starts off, you know, some some jokes. Everybody did. Everybody added some jokes to their material this time around. Everybody really wants to check off all five boxes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Um, but Seabree started off really good, man. You know what I'm saying? She, her punches is landing. She gets in the chain punch where she's like, son, son, Cinnabon. I'm a monster like Digimon and uh, had a nice Bonnie and Clyde bar. She got the multis going. But mm. like, there's just, you know, do you know, like, I, I don't know Seabree's artistry as far as like if she makes music or not. You know what I'm saying? But you know how I'm going to say with this, Vlad. Like, there's battle rappers that you know are artists and rap and make music and go to the studio. And there's artists that battle. You know right. what I'm saying? And you can hear that difference in the delivery from their cadence or their flow. And mm-hmm. Bonnie, who's always been a rapper, even when, even though this is the year she finally kind of broken out her monotone and, and really enhanced her delivery, like, yeah. Bonnie was just gliding on her. Like, mm-hmm. she was clicking on all cylinders. Um, she's the, so far the only person with a perfect score in both rounds. Like all judges have voted yeah. for her all rounds. Not a single judge in the first two vote against Bonnie. And wow. she just had this ball where she's just like, um, you from Flint, right? What you drink at your throat slit, put lead in the glass and just in case you homesick. Oh, that moment, at that moment, Pat Poos grabbed me. Like he just like, like, like uh, you know, everybody get excited. Everybody want to grab somebody. I don't want to grab nobody because I'm like, I don't, you know, like I don't want to be that guy. But he grabbing me. <laughs> don't like, get greedy. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh shit, Papa's enjoying it. Like I'm Hell enjoying man. it too. It was lit. Oh, I'm on mute. Oh no, pause. I gotta, say, yo, friends. I gotta say, major pause before this one, man. But friends, you do have a physique that's built to be grabbed, man. <laughs> you know, like when I'm standing next to you in a battle, the balls is crazy. I'm like, ah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Major so, pause. <laughs> um, Can't help Bon-, but grab you, man. Bonnie takes that first round. Uh, unfortunately, Seabree just could not get it back from that moment mm. on, stumbling mm. all through her second. Uh, but really, really good material. Um, yeah. Again, really versatile material. Bonnie takes that second. It's funny because Bonnie's second round was actually wasn't as good as her first round. Let me give you the scores I have here. Mm-hmm. I had a total score of Bonnie in, with 11 points in the first. Seabree with eight in the first. Then I had Bonnie with nine points in the second. Seabree with six points in the second round. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Bonnie, that's a game over. Yeah. Bonnie's winning. Uh, Seabree has a really good third round, but still has stumbled. So I gave her an eight. And then Bonnie's third round was like Mamba mentality, nail in the coffin, foot on your neck. I'm going to the semifinals. Hurricane Rock. All right. Like that baby in Bonnie's belly make her act different, boy. You know Mm. what I'm saying? She wants that 25K. This woman is on a mission. She is determined. She has enhanced her her performance, her delivery, um, her freestyles is on point. Like she's just like, it's just crazy to think people will be in this game 10 years. 10, 12 years and find a way to get better. Man, you know some, some, Bonnie. Some could argue this is the best Bonnie's ever been in her entire career. No, so, I mean, uh, it, it is. Like, uh, listen, we know she's had controversy in the past. That's not what we're dwelling on right now. You know what I'm saying? But all that aside, she has worked on her delivery. You know, she has worked on that and it is, it's improved dramatically. So, you know, regardless of all that stuff from the past, she is definitely still working on her craft. And, you know, whatever people have to say to, you know, the the bars allegations, the writing allegations in the past, like when she's freestyling and doing all that stuff, you know, 
it's her showing you like, hey, listen, I know I still got to fight this, you know, stigma, the stench that's on me. But look, man, I'm freestyling. I'm working on my delivery. I'm clearly working on getting better. And, you know, man, she's enjoying the fruits of her labor. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, steadily advancing and killing it on RBE also, all the platforms that she goes on. So this is a year that Bonnie's really turned up, man. Like salute to her for real. She's working. Uh, her yeah. total her total score for me was 36. Yeah. Um, some of us on the panel had uh, close to 36. Like me and Sway were, were at 36. John John was a little bit ahead of us. Pat Poos and, and Miss Hustle were. Oh, you know, they both from Yonkers. You know what I'm saying? Pat Poos and, and, and Hustle were way ahead of us. Like everybody's, everybody had the same verdict, um, but it's just everybody was a little bit, some people were more generous with their points than others. Yeah. I'm so, kidding about the John John thing too. You know what I'm saying? So now we get Caution versus Yoshi G. And let me tell you, man, Caution, Caution looking on point today, man. Had the braids, the eyebrows done, fresh braids, glasses, skin was glowing, the shit going. I was like, oh, Caution looking ready today. You know what I'm saying? You know, and Yoshi fresh off of a back-to-back uh, battle of RX uh, probably less than 24 hours ago, flew out to East Coast from Go the from, West. Yeah, from West to East, that jet lag. No and joke I, either. Let me just say, before we start with this, I'd never advocate for taking side missions in the middle of a tournament. Like, I know people sometimes will double up in the first round, and I, I, I can eat that because the first round of a tournament, you probably had the most time to prepare for it. Yeah. Um, you probably can balance and multitask. And in the case of the event, you don't advance, then whatever, you move on, right? First right. round exit, cool. Once you pass that first round, you have to be all the way committed because anything is possible at that point. Literally anything is possible at that point. And so she had the RX battle the day before, the caution battle. And this is uh, not if I was like managing her or in her corner, there's not a move that I would advise her to have done. You know what I'm saying? Like. Side missions during tournaments are like high usage guys in the playoffs in the NBA. Like it just doesn't win. Yeah, man. It's yo, when I saw that it was back to back and she had to go from west to east, tough mission, man. That's a tough mission for anybody. Like, you know, if anybody's ever made that trip from, you know, from Cali to New York, like your brain gets scrambled, like your body feels different. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not the same thing. So to hear that she was you know, stumbling through some of the parts is not really surprising. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be, like, hyper-focused and super prepared, you know what I'm saying, in order to do that. Only a few people have done things like that. You know, DNA, you know, John John did the coast-to-coast trip and all that stuff. I mean, but even in but, one day, you but know, even like, when John, But even when John John did it, he choked when he went to the West, remember? No, that's he what had... I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying DNA can do, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, like, the only person I know who's been successful Look, like that. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody, let me tell you it's something. It's not right? easy to go coast-to-coast, back-to-back me, battles. Like, it's me, not. To everybody out there that's is going to pull a Dre Dennis slash DNA slash Danny Myers slash Geechee move, I want you to stop to yourself and say, I am not Dre Dennis, I am not Danny Myers, I'm not DNA, and I'm not Geechee Gotti. And I'll put A word in that too, because I'm going to fuck a battle 20 times a year. Hey, listen, man, even Danny be having issues sometimes with that, man. So, you know, catches up to you after a while, yo. Catches up, man. So listen, man, that, that just know your volume, know, know yourself, because at the end of the day, like it's a very high risk, high reward. It sounds really great on paper when you do it, but the preparation process is treacherous. And when you don't do it, it, it hurts way, way more than it have not been done at all. 
So Yoshi, Yoshi starts off the battle. Has a really good first round. Yoshi's pen is always on point. She's scheming heavy. Um, I, I'm listening to the content. The content is good, but there's a this there's a gap between who she was versus Coco and mm. and caution. You know, what I'm saying that this is not the same Yoshi so far. But yeah. and, and same could be said for caution. The caution to battle Shirak was not the same caution to battle Yoshi. She stepped it up, Vlad. And granted, she had three full weeks to just focus on Yoshi. Yeah. Yoshi had three weeks to have to focus on RX caution and the internet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Internet's always on her back, man. Caution uh, every every round. Woo! She was sharp. The delivery was on point. The punches were there. She was direct. She had moments where she talked to her. Um, uh, was, Tell me about your scorecard. Let's talk about this battle. Yeah, I had... Caution went in every round by the scorecard, and it had caution with 37 points total. Me and John John had her with the same. John John had 37, Swift had her at 38. So we're like all in kind of okay. Line. Yeah. Papoose had uh, Yoshi at 41 and Caution oh. at 42. A little shocked mm-hmm. by that, oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. A little generous. Uh, well, you know how the rappers are. You know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah. Um, Hustle had a, a solid gap, but also was a bit generous on the points as well. Yeah. But ultimately, I wanted to ask all the judges, like I asked them to say, yo, does your total score for who you think performer of the night meet the eye test? Like, do you guys all agree? Caution was my highest performer by the points. Same for everybody else. So this yeah. point system kind of has some merit to it. You know, it, it kind of matches the eye test. And interestingly enough, Caution and Bonnie, who battled on RB about three weeks ago, are now face-to-face really again three weeks later. And... I had caution with 37, Bonnie with 36, meaning yeah, it was really, mm-hmm. really close. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 So it's going to be very interesting, man. Very, very, very interesting, my friend. And so that battle gets concluded, and we're thinking to ourselves, all right, Shannon Ashley versus C3 time, but I don't see Shannon Ashley in the, in the venue the whole time. Yeah. And uh, Pap's like, hey, we need uh, scorecards. And then Remy just waves a hand, like, don't worry about it. And she announces that the battle will not be going down due to a health concern of Shannon Ashley, who could not make it to the battle today. And um, because of that, she will be disqualified and C3 advances to the next round. Everybody was like, rap, yo, C3, get some bars, rap, son. And I'm, I scream out, <laughs> keep, I no. said, keep them bars, C3, do not rap anything. Oh, hold on to them shit. You know what I'm saying? You got three loaded rounds. Just keep them tucked. Right, right. And do what you got to do. Um, so hope Shane Ashley is okay. Um, I, I, I'll throw this to you, Vlad. I, I know it's a bit, mm. not to get too nuanced with it, you know what I'm saying? It's been the block, but it's going to be somebody be like, y'all didn't keep the same energy for Shane. Y'all did for A-Ward. And what would you say to that? Like, you know, Shana no-showed. We didn't hear from her at all. She didn't tweet out anything. We just know that she couldn't make the battle due to a health concern. Um, but well, here's the thing. I don't know what the health concern for Shayna is. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I can't say if she or if she couldn't. And I don't know when it happened or what she went in for. Where Ward, we'd seen Ward at the club turning up, drinking. You know he, what I'm saying? He, he, he did say he got, he got COVID what, two weeks prior to that too? He had COVID two weeks prior to that beats the COVID and decides to go to a football game with a hundred thousand people in Tennessee. 
drinking, you know what I'm saying, carrying on, gallivanting. It comes back home with an upper respiratory infection. So I cannot keep the same energy because I don't know exactly what happened to Shayna. And I didn't see Shayna out there partying and turning up and doing all that stuff. So I can't keep the same exact energy unless I knew what was going on with Shayna. I'm just saying there's going to be somebody that'll be like, ah, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody nah, it's all, it's, it's all good, but we don't know the full extent of everything that's happening. You know what I mean? I'll say this much, man. I would have loved um, for Shana to at least made a public statement for it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, maybe she, there's still time. Obviously, she could do so tomorrow. Um, and I really hope she's okay because I, I she had talked with Direct afterwards. You know, like because he made this scoring system, so I just wanted to chop right. up with him and let him know how the judging went. And he's like, she's never no showed a battle before. This is the first time it's ever happened. I'm like, damn, like if that's the first time it's ever happened in her career for 25k on the line you know might be some yeah and i mean you know it's like she had three weeks to write these bars it's like oh, it's more than enough time you know what i'm saying so i'd like to give her the benefit of the doubt you know what i mean and um i hope that she's fine you know what i'm saying i hope that she's hope that whatever the concern was that they got it all figured out and that she will be all right and that we get to hear from her and hopefully she decides if she wants to you know, say what happened, then she definitely can. But we know that the HIPAA laws <laughs> told us that nobody else can tell us except for her. So, you know what I mean? You know, prayers up to Shane Ashley. I hope she's all right. You know, all jokes aside, I know we all love battle rap, but most importantly, we want people to be healthy first. A word included. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, let's keep it all together because friends No, I mean, all jokes aside, yo, like there's a lot of people getting sick out there now, man. Like that upper respiratory infection thing, like it's real. Like there's a lot of people catching it and a lot of kids catching it and stuff like that. Like this is the sixth season. People really think like everything is back to normal and nothing, you know, everything is just a whatever now, but like stuff is still out there, man. We're going to get to the traffic part of this pod soon. And, you know, shit happens and kick has both reported. They had like, like symptoms like the, the week of their battle even that Friday they both said they were sick so they yeah. they probably both battled and, and probably gave a good performance while being sick and this is just that time of the year man where like <laughs> COVID and, and the flu are doing the Spider-Man pointed meme where it's like you don't know which is which <laughs> <laughs> exactly man so yo man put your mask on it's cool you can put it on man you don't have to hang around every single last person stay stay safe this holiday season man stay healthy because it's getting nasty out there man and france like you said man this is the perfect segue we're gonna bring on our man jay smo from arizona you guys have heard him on twitter and all that he's gonna give us a full breakdown of the uh traffic five card you know what i mean before we um get to that part i'll say this to close off on cone 23 had a really interesting conversation with Remy Ma. I need to hear your thoughts about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, <laughs> um, you know, because I've seen Remy at all these events. I've talked to her briefly, but I didn't, and I, I know she knows who Let's Talk Battle Rep is, but like I've always told you, like, I'm not egotistical. I don't, like, I want people to know the brand for me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when she came and I'm at the judging seat, I'm like, hey, I'm French. She's like, yeah, I know who you are. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. I, I got I to ask you, was it like, a warm, I know who you are. A pleasant, I know yeah, no, who you it, are. No, a, a standoffish, like stiff nah, it was warm. Arm, I know who you are. It was, it was very warm. It was very warm. Okay. What, what I found to be interesting is because the round one of the tournament, I didn't RSVP with the media list, so it, yeah. it was a bit of a hassle to get in. 
But this time when I got there, the same security that was that's been covering all the events is there. And she's like, Oh, let's 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 let's, let's talk battle rap. Let me in, man. Okay, all right, like, all right, yeah. And I'm like, You've known me for the last couple of months. All right, cool. Right, right. You know, <laughs> like, hey, I good. Yeah, but the, today I had an obligation to fulfill. So then um when I I wanted to get an interview with Remy with the Zoom before I yeah. left just to talk to her about everything going on. And you know, I told her, like, you know, we, we cover Chrome and we're gonna do what we do, write recaps and updates and articles, and it was an honor to be a part of the judging and she appreciated it. And she's just like, Man, y'all, y'all cooked me in that ladies and gentlemen article. I'm just like, Yeah, <laughs> you know, just hold on, I gotta ask you at that moment. You knowing who Remy Ma is, the entire history, and y'all both from the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and you know how y'all Bronx people can be, you know what I'm saying? When she said that at that moment, what was your exact reaction in your mind? Um, in that moment, I've heard from you know people that you know they the, the staff at Chrome reads the articles, and I've oh seen no no share. Remy reads no, everything. No, no, you don't yeah. miss nothing. Yeah yeah yeah. I've I've heard right, you know, but like, yeah. I've never really like I've sent I've sent articles to her directly. I've never gotten a response back in the DMs. Uh, I know Chrome has shared some of the articles. And right. so I was just like, oh, okay, great. You know, I'm happy that we're talking about this now. And then she mentioned one of the tweets that, uh, you know, I had a, I had a tweet. I was upset. You know what I'm saying? I, I did delete it, but I owned up to it. You know, when the pay-per-view was not working and the event was d- delayed and everything was chaotic and everything was just going left, I was just like, there ain't enough chrome slander on my timeline. What's going on? <laughs> you, had a, you had a Bronx moment, man. Yeah. I, I had a, I, <laughs> that was I had a dirty a, little tweet. I put, I put, I took off my media hat and put my fan hat on for a minute. And, you know, I was just really upset. I did delete. I, I did remember delete. that. I remember that. What, yo, what del- you doing, boy? I did delete the tweet and, you know, just continued as, as a regular scheduled program. But she mentioned she the tweet. She saw it. She mentioned she, the tweet. She, she said, saw it. yeah, she was like, oh, man, you talking about. uh, You wasn't slick, boy. <laughs> like, ain't enough chrome slam on my timeline. She's like, she like, damn. I was like, ah. Yeah, damn, you saw that. Okay, and then it's funny because you know my fans want to do the Homer Simpson meme. Just oh, <laughs> just, just vanish oh. into the bushes. And you so, see that? Nah, that little tweet. Yeah, nah, because you know the event. Even though we were critical of the event, we still gave a ton of uh, constructive uh, criticism and even highlighted yeah. a lot of the positives of it. And so I, I did get a little annoyed during the coverage of that event, where a lot of people were like, "Oh, look at just you're just shitting on the event." I'm like. Yeah, that happened. I did tweet it. I deleted it. But like, re- read this article. Like, this two thousand word article isn't just shitting on Chrome for right. for ten paragraphs. It's it's in fact highlighting everything that could have been better, that was done right, how they can improve, and what I like to see implemented in the future. You know, so Remy did mention in our interview. Oh, you'll hear it yourself. I have mm-hmm. the audio. She was like, "I saw that you mentioned in our first round tournament. You gave us a nine out of a ten, and I loved it." And the only reason we didn't get a 10 is because we didn't announce the scorecards for the judges, which is why we did that today. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like, you know, I, I'm happy to hear that there was some impact from it. And yeah. she's like, you know, our team was like, but wait, that's the guy that said, <laughs> that's the guy that said this, this, that. And she's like, it's not slander, guys. It's not hate. It's, it's, it's criticism. And I can take it because when they had to be critical, they were critical. And when they had to, you know, give up and, and, and show acknowledgement for progression, they did. And I'm just like, Remy's been around the game. 
Um, yeah. She's somebody that's probably been in the industry and famous l- longer than she hasn't been in her entire life. You know what I'm saying? Like the same way like LeBron has been in the NBA longer than yeah. his life than he hasn't been. So people like that, they just they just understand the nature. The skin of things, is you know? the skin is thick, man. They got thick skin at this they, point in the game. They got thick skin, and so she was just really happy that like when we made the article of uh, the first round and we gave her such high um, rating that all the improvements that she wanted to make were made and it, it was noticed and she was happy about that. And even the staff were happy because they shared the article. The, a lot of people yeah. from Chrome shared the article too. So I was happy about that. And I'm just like, well, look, man, like uh, regardless whether you have a good or bad event, I think you have the entire support of the culture. Like everybody knows that like royalty is here and we're like, let's not act like it's not like, it's not act like this is normal that Pat Poos and Remy is so close to us like this. You know what I'm saying? This right, is normal. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know that like, uh, you know, you, uh, we're close to all the battle rappers and, and stuff. So we kind of take for granted that they are public figures sometimes because we've mm-hmm. built, we've cultivated such good relationships with them. But like, this is somebody that is like wealthy, legendary, um, established in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Established as a businesswoman. Um, she doesn't have to do what she's doing. And she's doing it for the love of the culture, the love of a female battle rap and pushing these ladies to the next level. And everybody just wants to see her win. Everybody. And I mean, and I, I genuinely mean that all the media, rappers, people that support her, talk about her, uh, cover cover Chrome. Everybody just wants to see Chrome 23 win. Nah, for sure, man, for sure. And, you know, man, much salute to Remy. Remy, I, I thank you for... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not going ham on France and for appreciating that, you know, LTBR, we, we really do try to cover battle rap with, um, you know, with some honesty, with some integrity. And sometimes, you know, things are not always going to be favorable to an event or to a battle or something like that. But as long as we're giving you an honest opinion from our perspective and being objective about it and at the same time also letting folks know what they got right or what can be improved on and things of that nature like you know people know when things is hate you know like you can feel a slanderous tone or there's nothing positive about it you know but you know truth be told man like yes we do want to see chrome 23 win because that's just another avenue for our mcs to get some shine you know what i'm saying get some bread you know get into some new lanes so man salute to her for um you know having that combo with you and and being lady enough to be like hey i can ex- i can accept some criticism and you know i appreciate that she ultimately at the end of the day man you always got to leave with respect and once you do that you can talk to anybody about anything you feel me so which i always so, do yeah 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 and when i say you i mean people you know what i'm saying in general i wasn't um uh, singling you out I'm, I'm just talking to everyone in general so you know we as people when we are engaging in conversations or you know if we have something that we were in disagreement or whatever always lead with respect because people could always look back and say you know what that was respectful it was honest either I agree with it or don't agree with it or you know and, but I can move on and be like, at least that person was honest with me. I could respect that, you know. I, I feel like that's been the theme of my life the last two months, right? Like, just uh, boy, or, this I'm, has been your theme ever since I met you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you walk up to people and tell them about themselves, and they go, "Oh, you know what? <laughs> I can respect that." <laughs> I'm always thinking you're about to get your head knocked off, and I'm like, "Oh man, it's about to get crazy." <laughs> Let me get in my stance. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Yeah. Let, let me see what I can grab around here. You know what I'm saying? But um, but nah, man, it's always been like that. I don't know how you do it. I don't know, man. That's not a skill that I possess to just walk up to somebody and go, hey, you know what you need to fix about yourself? <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But all in all, though, man, good convos, man. I'm glad to hear that uh all ends well because you know <laughs> I've seen Remy at home at the homecoming joint it. It was about to get nasty for somebody up there, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just glad it ain't get nasty for you. <laughs> Nah, man. With a DNA two blog or something, man. Oh man, never. Hopefully not, man. Damn, y'all. Remy Ma, his fans upside the head, y'all. With a chancleta, y'all. Me, me and Pap had a real good rapport, and me and Remy, I really want, I really want to ask like two questions, and we the interview went on for at least almost ten minutes. You know, I'm, I'm really glad um we got to build that rapport connection, and then at the end of the night, you know, we took a big group photo. So that was I dope. Know. You know what I'm saying? She called me. I was like, hey, come to take this photo together. And then she gave me some gifts on the way out. I got this chrome hat that you see uh, on. I got a chrome, like I got a chrome poo shiesty, you know what I'm Ooh. saying? And I got me some godfather. Godmother. Godmother. La Madrina. You know what I'm saying? Some, some pussy charms. Hey, listen, man. This this joint gonna last me for a while, and this is a special occasion one, so I ain't gonna light it till there's a reason no, to light I'm it. Saying. Hey, man, I'm gonna have to. Yo, I come back around, man. We can do that live joint. Yo, pause. Yeah, but uh, salute no, to, it okay. all sounds like a good night, man. Salute to Chrome. I love the combo with Remy. I'm looking forward to the future. I'm looking forward to the next round of the tournament, the final four, Cheddar versus C3, and Bonnie Godiva versus Caution, the rematch. Hey, man, let's get it. Let's get it, man. Chrome 23 making big moves. Can't wait to the final four, man. Remy, salute to you. Pap, salute to you. Man. All right, we're here, man. France, let's talk battle rap with the legendary... Miss Remy Ma. Hi, how are you? How you feel? What's going Man, on? First and foremost, thank you for having me, Judge. It's an honor. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for judging. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to have people that are part of the culture, that are not biased, that really know what this means to these yeah. girls. And then I feel like everybody really took it serious. Yeah. I appreciate I've been to every Coma event, you know, covered it all. Um, wrote articles about every event, you know what I'm saying? And the progression is going along. Y'all cooked me one time. And I said, it's like, I met, what does that say? Some shit like, I'm not seeing enough Chrome 23 slander and I'm bothered by that. I was like, oh my God. So when I did my last event, the first one yeah. for the, the first round of the tournament, yeah. like I made sure, like I kept that in my mind. I literally did so much myself. Like I was hands on. I felt like the first one went so well. I felt like with the second one, I could step back a little bit, which is totally was the opposite. Did you feel the wrath of the savagery online that yes, day? Yes, I did. I did. I absolutely did. But I was talking to somebody because I had sent them an article from Let's Talk Battle Rap yeah. and y'all gave me a 9 out of 10. And the only reason why I didn't get a 10 is because I didn't explain the scorecard, yeah. which was something that me and Direct had planned to do. I just didn't get a chance to. And I was I was like telling them like, yo, that's dope. They're like, nah, you don't remember last time when they were saying you ain't they ain't have enough slander. And I'm like, nah, that to me makes me say that they not haters because they could have easily not said nothing if you was a hater. But you got to accept when people give you criticism as well as praise. So 
I'm still very new to this from this perspective, and I'm open to hearing what people think and what I could do to make it better. But then there's certain times where I just gotta shut shit down. I seen some shit recently. I, I, I'll be the one to tell you, being a legal owner is the hardest part of battle rap. Like, it's literally the hardest seat to be in, and I commend all of you for doing it. And, like, you have made the stride because from the first event was amazing, second event, a lot of turbulence. From the tournament the third, last week, last round, and this round, phenomenal. The avocado imploded, everything's running on time, the operations are going well. And more importantly, despite, like, whether people are enjoying the events or not, I feel like the culture has your support so much. How does that feel knowing the coaches support you so much the way that you do? I mean, it's it's a wonderful thing when you when I'm passionate about it. Like I think that's why they support me so much. They can see that I really care. Like I'm not in this because I'm gonna get the bag or because I'm gonna get super famous or because like I'm in it because it's in my heart. Like when I see these girls when they fly in and when they land and when they get to the hotel room and when we all in there and they with the hair and the makeup and everybody putting on their fit. Like we all wear the same shit. Like I wear what they. I can easily go in my closet and try to get stupid, crazy, fresh. Like now nah, I wear what they wear. I would never put them in something that I wouldn't wear. And that's that's what I try to prove by me they like yo why you here with the cousin nigga I want niggas to know I would never put them in nothing that I wouldn't put on. I would never have their hair done by somebody I wouldn't have do my hair had they makeup done by somebody I wouldn't let touch my face. And by just being in the in this in this culture and setting up these guys I get to talk to them a lot. I get to see what's going on in their lives and a lot of them are becoming more to me than just rappers. Not saying like, you know, are we besties or whatever. I don't have anybody that I'm particularly partial to, so please don't try to bring this up and say that. But I definitely get a, a direct insight to what's going on in their lives and the, and the reason why I do a lot of the things that I do. Like I seen a blog not too long ago, somebody sent it to me because I definitely would have seen it on my own. Somebody sent it to me, they just saying like, oh, stop paying for their hair, stop paying for their makeup, stop getting, and I'm like, that's spoken like a real broke person that never bought somebody something or gave somebody something that they never had before or that helped their life or they did go a little bit better. Like, I know when you have children or when you have a regular job or when you have a life going on, how much easier it makes a win. Look, you don't got to worry about what you're wearing. I got your sizes. You're good when you get there. Don't worry about who doing your hair or how it's going to look. Your hair going to be fly. Don't worry about your makeup or how you're going to look on camera. Only thing I want you to focus on, here's your money. Here you go. Your money don't depend on whatever happens that day. Here your money. I just want you to be an artist and focus on your material. And I feel like that's why I get the support of the culture because they see that that's what I'm putting into it. You have done so much for the branding of these ladies, like from the music video, um, the song from the, everybody on the first card, you know what I'm saying? The incentive of the awards, which then turned into like uh, uh, accolades and covers and, and milestones for people to have. Like Hustle can say, not only was I the main event for the first Chrome event in history, I was also the battle of the night. And I love that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you've invigorated a whole new level of motivation and like hope for the ladies because it, battle rap as a whole is a difficult industry to break through, especially for the ladies. And now they have like the optimism, like it's possible. The one shot car, giving all those shots. So I love what Chrome is doing. It's my last two questions for you, right? What's been the biggest thing you've learned so far now, your five events in? Um, the biggest thing that I learned, uh, two. Um, one is that you can't give up. I knew that already. But it's so easy when I got a million and one other things going on that is lucrative and that brings me a bunch of money and it goes in tune with the Remy Ma brand. 
it's so easy to be like, nah, fuck this shit. Like, I really had to take, this shit is time consuming. You can't give up. Like, it takes a lot of time to book all these flights, make sure everybody hotel, make sure everybody's car service. Like, it's it's not easy. A lot of people are like, yo, well, if you a league, why you ain't doing this? How come you're like, it's not that easy. It's not easy. And, and that's what comes from somebody who I have a lot of things going on. I play, I wear many different hats. Another thing that I learned is that you never know how bad it is for somebody else. Like, I've had people come straight off of a death, like, not a cousin or, you know, like their parent, their grandparent being sick for a whole week, hoping that they, you know, they're able to perform and in good health or stuff with their job, just the kids, all of these things. And, you know, I feel like sometimes people are like, yo, they just be making up excuses. Nah, this is real life. And then outside of with us, we, we fans. I'm still a fan. We just want to see the performance. Come in here, rap. I want to hear some shit. But a lot of things go into that. So I commend any rapper that ever stood here because it's hard to be in it and focus and remember everything when you got so much fucking shit going on. So I commend them for that and, and, and that's something that, that I take into consideration. And the last question I have for you, I don't want to keep you too long. Is Shayna actually okay? When people hear people don't show up to battles, they don't ever, they never stop to ask if the battler okay. Is Shayna okay? Um, the last I spoke to her, she was speaking and she was going to make sure that everything was okay at the doctor's office. I mean, I, I hope that she's okay and everything is well. That's very important to me. Like, my main thing, I tell people the time, you can't take care of nobody until you take care of yourself. Like, I would have loved for her to be here and, and participate because it's a big deal. A lot of them, like, this is, this is probably the most money they had at one time. And um, it's unfortunate that she's not able to be here. So, yeah, I definitely, I, I believe she's okay. I hope so. Well, I will continue to cover this tournament. I can't wait to see the semifinals and the finals. You know what I'm saying? Can I get a drop for Let's Talk Battle Rap? So we get out of here. <laughs> She's enjoying a, a great cookie. Are we going to enjoy some food after the event? You know the vibes. What up, what up, y'all? your girl with me, mom. Chrome 23. Y'all already know. Let's Talk Battle Rap. I mean, what else can I say? If y'all want to know the real, y'all want to know what's going on, this is where y'all tune in, all right? Thank you, Remy. France, Let's Talk Battle Rap, here with Pat Poos. Had the honor of being on the judging panel for Chrome 23's second round. Pat, is this your first time judging in the modern era? <laughs> is it? Probably not, bro. I mean, I, I did a bunch of shit, man. I judged over the years, different things. Okay. So I, I wouldn't say that. All right. How did you uh, How'd you feel about the battles today, bro? I loved it, man. I'm a, I'm a, first and foremost, I'm a fan of hip-hop before anything, man. Like, I'm a true fan of this shit. So just being here in this environment, and it take a lot. Shout out to all the artists who competed today. Because believe it or not, it take a lot to prepare, you know what I'm saying, on this type of level. So just to answer your question, I, I loved it, bro. Yeah, man. These tournaments are made for only the strong surviving these tournaments, you know what I'm saying? It's a real gauntlet getting ready. And I'll leave it at this, man. Our top two performers, we have the same scorecard, Caution and Bonnie. It's a rematch now because they battled a few weeks ago. How do you feel about that in the semifinals? We got to see what's going to happen, man. Um, Bonnie is, is an animal. Yeah. Caution really showed up today. Yeah. It showed that she, you know what I mean, she on her A game too. So I really don't know. We just got to wait and see, man. But shout out to both of them, man. They both came through today with immaculate material. I appreciate that, Pap. Sign me up, man. Let's talk battle rap. Let's talk battle rap, man. It's your boy, Pap Poose. And I'm representing once again on Let's Talk Battle Rap. Yeah.
All right, man, we just came off the premiere, Bags and Bodies, France. Let's talk battle rap with your man, Hit Man Holla. You know what's up? You know what's up? What's up, my boy? Hey, man, I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? I was at the at the early stages at the tryouts. Yeah, you came, yeah, you came and showed. And yeah. now a whole season has happened. It, is this everything that you envisioned? It was better. It was better than I even imagined. I had high expectations, bro. High expectations. How, was it better than you expected is the question. <laughs> Same answer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy. And coming from you, yeah. you ain't somebody who's just gonna be saying stuff like you really live. Right. You've seen great battles. You've been in great events. Like you and Jay Black seen it. So for you to be like that, that means it's really that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got yeah. you a hard credit at battle rap for so somebody to be like impressed. That's and I've been watching you live eleven years. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know what so I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta ask you about the challenges that they forced you to do. You did the, yeah. the you did the, the sports team join. You battled KD. Well, put like, the wrong. We gotta fix that. I'm glad you said that. I did. The, they gave me movie star. Okay. Yeah, movie stars. Yeah. So like I said, you know, I was putting them on the spot and letting them do it. Then they got tired. Like, well, hey, man, it's your turn. So I jump in every day. They did the one offs. Everybody did. Hey, man, you gotta do it. So I pour the name out. Got KD. You know, That's a good sport of you because you could have just been like, yo, I made this. I don't have to do this. Yeah, but I'm always, you know me, I'm still always. But I was equally as impressed with your peers, not only showing support, but participating. Tay Talk about Tay Rock, Will, and John. Yeah, Will, Tay Rock, John, John, Shotgun, Shill. Like, these are dominant names. These ain't just names. The Pantheon names. Get. These yeah. are names who just came. But I'm not hollering. I just want to judge. I'm chilling. They came in there. Shotgun won some money. <laughs> Shotgun came like, oh, we won some money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, you know, Tay Rock, bless you. I saw it, man. It just, that's what I was trying to tell you. I couldn't tell you yesterday, bro. It was, I was, it was that kind of magic happening, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, it ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I, that ain't even, that's just stuff. We just got to, all that stuff, on, it ain't. I can't wait, bro. Well, I'll close with this, man. Tell us a little bit about the distribution of the show. Like, when can we expect okay, it? Yeah. Like, where is it going to be at? And a little bit about season two, since okay. you confirmed it. Yeah, so um, season two confirmed. So we're going to start that early next year. Auditions January. We start probably filming spring. Hit me up. Like you know, I got you. You know, I got you. And, uh, you know, it's going. It's an app. So Coastal Rain TV's app, you know, just like yeah. um, Zeus app and Peacock, all this stuff. It's an app. So it's going to be on Hulu, Roku. Apple TV, Samsung, it's gonna be you can any streaming one you can pull it up. So do we, do we have a launch date? Uh, I've been working on that now. I just wanted to do this. Say it. less. You know, I just, I just, just we, we working. Yeah. I wanna, we ready because everything ready. We just wait. They wait on us. Well, look, man, I, I won't take up too much of your time. I'm proud of you. I just want to say it again. Thank you for having me here. I'm honored to be a part of this. You made history today. You're gonna continue to make history as you always do. Say that, man, my man. You know I love your friends. Appreciate you, my guy.